Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Uh, today's quest is Base Raiders. This is our adventure base raiding campaign, uh, run by me. Uh, today uh, is part two of Heat 2. Um, sorry, part two of Heat 3, rather. This is uh, Parisian Ball Setup. Uh, so, uh, last run, our players were doing, uh, were getting ready for this black spot race, which is when, uh, Raider Raid does a base race in a country where base raiding is illegal. Uh, so they can't announce the location and instead do a bunch of like shadowy marketing stuff that it's like, oh yeah, we're just riding through the French Alps for no reason. Uh, look at this beautiful countryside. Oh, we're just pushing uh, French Raiderade really hard this month for no reason. <laughs> uh, and then, like the and then the day of, they start the stream, and it's like, oh my god, we're in Paris. Who knew? Um, so the boys ha- did some marketing stuff, made some deals, and now are in. Uh, on their way from Cal- Calais to a machine shop just out- on the outskirts of the massive sprawl that is Paris and its surrounding area. Uh, so uh, we'll kick. I think you guys already worked out how you were going to get there. You were just going to pile your shit into a truck or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we yeah. well we motorbiked from Paris to uh, the city where we were in. Calais. So no, no, no. You motorbiked to Marseille, and then right. you went up to Calais because you had fucking no idea where in Paris, uh, where in France, sorry, the race was going to be, and you chose Calais because right. the that's the strongest where point the underground the, was. Yeah, that's the strongest point in the French supernatural underground. Because they've aligned themselves with the um, refugees that are streaming into Europe. They decided, well, we're refugees from other planes of existence. They're refugees from this one. We should buddy up and help each other out with unicorn magic. Were we able to get ourselves a nice hotel room or were we like staying in somebody's uh, (laughs) safe room? Yeah, you're staying in somebody's safe room. Like you're in some... Some ancient elf king's hollow, and he's like, "Hey, do you guys want a beer?" You know, I met Willie Nelson once. <laughs> yep. Cool. Um, but yeah, I think we figured. I don't know. We, yeah, have a truck, head up to Paris or something. Yeah, you get in the back of a truck. It's relatively inconsequential. Yeah, you go to Paris. Not a lot of not a lot of refugees trying to smuggle themselves into Paris. Kind of a really horrible place to be a foreigner in France, especially a refugee. Um, yeah, I hope none of you look of the brown persuasion. Because uh, no, I think Amriel is like the personification of what. Uh, what French conservatives think of for, of uh, foreign Middle Easterners? Yeah, I'll just tell everyone I'm from Syria. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure none of us. Demon here to destroy our civil liberties. 
I'm pretty sure none of us have to worry about being mistaken for Muslim, though. I don't know. They might mistake you for a Muslim terrorist attack there, uh, Greg. Maybe maybe I'll just start preaching about the wonders of Allah as I float through the streets of Paris. Look out, it's sentient sarin gas! <laughs> Alright, that's enough of that. I feel kind of dirty. Um, mm-hmm. So, you guys get to the outskirts of uh, Paris, and I just realized we forgot to introduce ourselves. This is a perfect time. Uh, at a truck stop along the way, the truck driver opens the back of the truck and throws you some sandwiches. He's like, what are your names again? <laughs> All right, I guess I will begin. Hi, everybody. I am Ryan. You might recognize my voice from the Ragnar Rock podcast, uh, which you should totally be listening to. Um, and today I'm going to be playing Amriel. Amriel is a fallen angel demon warrior who is resurrected, not resurrected, but summoned back to Earth uh, by a sorceress before Ragnarok, and now her dark mistress has vanished with all the other heroes and villains, and she is free to do whatever she likes, and what she likes is base raiding. Uh, hello, everyone. I am Alex, and I am also from the Ragnarok podcast, and I am going to be playing Greg. He is a sentient alien nanoswarm, so he's just a floating cloud. Uh, he was sent as the emissary from his species to this planet uh, to either make friends or get them ready for a possible conquering or colonization. But on the way here, his species was uh, captured and enslaved, so he is trying to find stuff via base rating that will allow him to return to his home planet and save everyone. Hmm. Uh, And I'm Finn, and I'm playing Yuri, the robot ghost race driver who's essentially in it for the thrill. Need to feel alive. Doing it for the thrill. Sweet. It's like, oh, well, you boys practice that, I'm guessing. (laughs) We got a lot of media coverage. Right. Our public relations specialist insists that we have our pitches down. I think you guys have a public relations specialist. Yeah. You could get one. There's nothing stopping you. Right, well, well, we're, uh, we're not far from uh, that place you wanted to be dropped off. So, uh, you know. Well, and then he closes the shipping container back and goes back <laughs> into his rig. Thank you. Uh, so you arrive on the outskirts of uh, Paris. It's just miles of buildings all around. Like, there's no break in this thing. You don't see the edge of the city, really. It's just continuous sprawl. Um, and you uh, see a rundown um, mechanics uh, place. Um it's very grimy. Um, there's windows. They look like the glass on them looks green. Uh, that might just be dirt or something. Um, <laughs> and there's uh, there's a bit of light on the inside. Uh, it's looks like it. Uh, it's it's the afternoon, like uh, sunset time, uh, and you are two days out. 48 hours away from start start time now. 
Well, I guess not 48. And we know it's in Paris past, now? Because then it would be the afternoon that starts. Yeah, you guys know it's in Paris now. That's why um, you agreed to meet your new partners here. Because for this race, you've been teamed That's up right. with another super team. And you yeah. guys have been paired with TKS. <sighs> grumble, grumble, grumble. The Japanese-Brazilian team that are all about motorsport. Yeah. Um, so the uh, the guy backs the truck up, and you uh, and you roll your car uh, out of the shipping container and grab a few of your tools and stuff. Um, and then you see. Uh, A, uh, no, you see Kauki, um, mm -hmm. the, uh, dry, uh, the, f the navigator for TKS, um, the middle brother, um, he's also the tallest and the most muscular, um, and you see him, he's wearing like a pit crew jumpsuit, it looks pretty dirty, and he steps out and he's just like, uh, Beckons you, uh, beckons you over, Amriel and um, Greg, uh, as he walks to uh, the car with urine. He's like, "All right, let's get this thing inside. We don't want any, you know, busybodies seeing what we're doing." Uh, mm -hmm, he says mm -hmm. that in Japanese. I guess Greg. Well, you speak Japanese, so yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Craig and Amriel, do you do you rush inside? Um, We're in the car, so we can just drive in. Oh, okay. So you guys don't get out of the car. <laughs> well, until we're inside. All right. So good plan. Uh, you guys, roll in. You guys get the car in, and then uh, Kiki says, all right, which one of you is going to help me grab your tool chests and stuff? I'll, I'll do that. You guys go in. Sweet. So you guys go back to the truck to grab the tool chests. Greg and Emriel, inside you see a pretty normal machine shop. Uh, and there's two mechanics bays. And up on the piston vehicle lifting platform thing, um, you see uh, the TKS's car for this series. Um, it's you've seen it before, but to describe again, it's this uh, fusion between a um, Ute or pickup, uh, probably a very light pickup, um, and uh, like a. Um, like a, what is what would be a similar vehicle in the American vernacular? A Mustang, a muscle car. Yeah, muscle car. There we go. That was the word I was looking for. I was going to say in like a Camaro. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Commodore was what I was thinking of. You have Camaros in America. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, like a muscle car. It's halfway between the two, and there's that 
uh, futuristic fusion battery pack thing on is the it a back Mr. tray. It is not a Mr. Fusion. It takes uh, fucking deuterium to power that thing. Uh, so you can't just drop garbage in there and power yeah, the fusion you can, you don't just put whatever fucking atoms you want in and it somehow fuses them together into denser material. Only Greg does that. Only Greg is capable of uh, fusion beyond the power of stars. <laughs> um, stars could do it. They just don't try hard enough. <laughs> Star you're saying that stars are lazy. Yes. <laughs> of course. They waste all their power on looking cool with those bright exactly. lights. St stars are the uh, the peacocks of the gaseous world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, and and underneath that, uh, standing underneath it is Takuma, the engineer, the oldest brother. Um, he's uh, got some kind of weird multi-headed drill thing. Uh, and you see, like, bright light coming off of it, like it's a welder, so maybe it's not a drill. Um, and he's working on it. And then you see Ayumi, the pilot, is, like, sitting on a couch, like, laying on a couch with his feet up, reading a magazine. Because he's the pilot, and that's what pilots do. They they don't help, apparently. Yeah. Sorry to all of our pilot listeners. But... Yeah, sorry to all my pilot listeners. <laughs> sorry to all of our supercar drivers <laughs> who are listening. Uh, Greg starts to float around the garage, looking around. Um, if if he had a face, he would be frowning, like he's displeased at everything. And it's, hmm, I expected more. Well, we just hot. We just bought whatever property we could for cheap so that we could set up shop here. I mean, didn't have to be a workshop, but we thought if we're going to buy property in Paris, might as well make it useful. Yes. Could have just got a warehouse. No, and no, then, it's, and then, and then it's Ayu, fine. This, this is Takuma talking. And then Ayumi pipes up and says, we could have got a farm. A vineyard, even! Apparently, no? he had other designs. <laughs> uh, Greg, Greg floats around and says, This is adequate. So, does. Um, yeah? Uh, I was going to say, out, back outside, loading, um, unloading the tools and stuff with um, Takashi, was it? Uh. Kayuki. The navigator? Kayuki. Um, it's in the yeah. base rate as primer. The names yep. are all at the end. Um, yeah, so I'm like unloading crates and stuff with him. And I sort yeah. of, uh, while we're like hefting some stuff up, I say, I sort of, Yuri sort of says to him quietly, just look, uh, no hard feelings, you know, on this one. Where I know the others come off a bit strong, but. Uh, we're in this one together, so we're going to get through it, yeah? Hey, you don't have to worry about us sabotaging you. We need to get to the finish line as well. But uh, 
you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried about you guys. I'm, I apologize, is what I'm saying. You know, you guys fucked uh, Takuma's drone. He's not going to let that go. Right. Not to but mention now, the messing with our engine. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. sabotage you it in was the their water supply, the not their engine. You sabotage <laughs> their engine in the first race. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> On the, it was the first thing you did once the race started. You shot yep. lightning into their engine. That is correct. Uh, look, what I'm, what I'm saying is not that I distrust. I don't... I have no doubt that you guys are honest and will do your part, but what I'm saying is that I give you my word that we will do the same. Alright. I'd offer you a smoke, but, uh... Anyway. Uh, and, then I pulls out a c- and he pulls out a cigarette. Uh, you guys push the big snap-on tool-style chests into the warehouse and close the door. Yep, um, head back, head into the Workshop proper. Uh, as you, uh, Amriel, are you doing anything while Takuma and um, and Greg are half arguing, bickering? <laughs> I guess. I guess Amriel got out of the car and is stretching her wings and just cracking every single joint she can possibly crack. Because uh, she's been cramped up for days and just sort of bemusedly listening to the two of them. Nice. You see uh, the robot man and the live fighter walk in, uh, pushing tool chests. Uh, and after a few moments of everyone sort of looking at each other, uh, Takuma says, So. Japanese, he says this. Uh, does Greg do the engineering, or does Yuri? And he looks between the cloud and the robot man. Uh, I think Yuri handles most of it. When it comes to the car, yeah. anyway. I mean, it's it's his body. Greg handles the manufacturing. Alright, well, that will... what. That'll be useful. You can, like, 3D print, basically, right? Rapid prototype stuff? Uh, yes, I suppose that's how you might look at it. Emriel, you have no idea what anybody's saying. Emriel <clears throat> just starts swearing angrily in Aramaic. Greg turns <laughs> to her and says, That's not polite. If you're gonna, if you're all gonna speak in a foreign language, then I'm gonna do it too. Now that I think about it, it was actually good that you were teamed with TKS because you all, most of you, share a common language. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Imagine if you'd been teamed with the Valkyrs, you'd only be able to speak to Oda. Oh, Greg! <laughs> Greg speaks every language, but we, Greg true, is your universal translator. But Oda speaks Japanese, English, and and um, Icelandic, which is a very hard language to learn. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's great for you, but not great for Amriel. No. Mm. Anyway, um, in my in my native Hellian form, Greg, I can I can psychically attune myself to any language 
that the human mind or other minds could come up with, but surely, surely demons don't attune themselves to other languages. They just enforce their language on others. Hmm. (laughs) They make you understand. They make you understand what... (laughs) They speak Um, the universal language, that of pain. (laughs) Well, if, if we were communicating in pain, I could make you understand just about anything that I wanted, but uh, since since we are forced to contend with the limitations of the flesh and of this plane of existence. Greg says to Amriel in Aramaic, if you want to communicate with them in pain, I won't stop you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Takuma walks over to Yuri. He's like, all right, well, show me what you got. Um, Tell me about this thing. Um, tell you about the car. Yeah, basically. He's looking at the car when he says this. <laughs> um, well, it's a, essentially a, a 510 Datsun that I've uh, fixed up a bit. Um, You've got a double-stacked radiator here. Do you have a double-stacked motor? Uh-huh. Jesus. That's uh, some um, Fury Road shit. Mm. Look, we Tell didn't, me about I didn't have much arti- of a budget. Yeah. Tell me about these articulated legs on the rear here. It's only on the rear that it's got the articulated legs, right? Does it have it on the front? No, both. Oh, does it have it on the front? Yeah. Cool. Um, Tell me about these articulated legs. What's the range of movement like? Um, pretty good. They're strong enough, strong enough to get us a moderate amount of lift. I saw you do a uh, jump like a spider with them when we were in Egypt. Mm. Mm, yeah, the hydropneumatics are capable of sort of uh, quick bursts of movement. And when was the last time you did an x-ray analysis of the metallurgy and the stress points? And he's like bending down and looking at the legs. Um, <laughs> Yuri's sort of like, um, a while. And he looks up at you and says, never, questioningly. <laughs> uh, I nod. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Mm-hmm. I understand. You know, you guys are a cheaper team. You haven't been in this as long. I mean, we pour a lot of money into just keeping our vehicle top of the line. I mean, we could run like you, run thin, but then, I mean, I don't want my car exploding mid-race or my water system failing. I'm assuming he looks at Greg when he says that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, does the vehicle run faster depending on the positioning of the legs like can you get more torque and into the wheels when you're running lower to the ground like how does the drivetrain connect you go into technical details with difficulty yeah (laughs) because this is at the point where fit and i's knowledge of cars breaks down well the the tire (laughs) spins and the car goes forward well, see, it's got a carburetor uh, that makes it do car things. Makes, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the key component. Uh, Gre- yeah. While they're, while they're talking, Greg is going to go over to the pilots mm-hmm. um, and say, which one of you does research to determine the potential uh, location of the base? Well, we all take a swing at that. 
uh, you know, I, I have my ways, he says, as he's reading a magazine about, you can't even, it looks like it's a Japanese gossip magazine or some equivalent. Mm -hmm. Have you made any headway in locating our current objective? Um, you know, we'll get to that in the evening briefing, you know, when we're done doing all of our vehicle stuff for tonight, you know, uh, and then he like pauses for a minute and puts the magazine down and then he stands up like, so what do we want to do for dinner? And then, uh, Kiyuki swears under his breath in, uh, Portuguese. Oh, right. Japanese Brazilian. Indeed. Um, doesn't really matter what he said. He just, he sweats yeah. is the point. Um, and uh, Takuma and Yuri are absorbed in their conversation. Uh, Kiyuki doesn't seem to say anything. Emriel, you don't understand what Ayumi just said. But he's uh, looking at you dismissed. like you should have an answer. Oh. Emriel right. glances over to Greg. Do I need to uh, start communicating in pain? <laughs> no, not yet. What would you like to have for dinner? Um, hmm. I hadn't even thought about that. Well, I suppose we are in Paris. We should take in some uh, some French cuisine. We should, you know, uh, get some get some escargot or something. Oh God! Greg Greg turns back and says, uh, "Amriel thirsts for the souls of the damned, but barring that, escargot." Okay, I'll see what I can rustle up. And you see him take off his uh, overalls, um, and he's just got like a white uh, race shirt underneath, like um, like a brand shirt for another race company, mm -hmm. uh, and just like jeans. Uh, and he grabs um, an envelope <laughs> off a desk that has like a wad of cash in. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna go get food. You guys have fun." Playing, you know, with your models. <clears throat> and he walks out. <laughs> uh, I turn to one of the other TKS guys and say, why do you keep him? He's a brother. Hmm. Amriel picks up the magazine that he had been reading and just sort of starts leaving through it even though she can't read it. It's a lot of attractive pop stars, like, uh, you know, 11 girl Japanese supergroups and hot young Japanese boys, men, really, but, you know, boys, really, yeah. they're like, they don't look like men. They are very young, but they are of the age of majority. For legal reasons. <laughs> uh, after a while of chatting, um, Takuma says to you, uh, Yuri, so do you have a nitrous system on this thing as you're working with mundane components? Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, I imagine there's some component of it. Well, because I'm going to give you a 
Uh, I'm going to use the same thing that Greg has, basically, where he can give you a permanent upgrade to the vehicle. Oh, right. Sweet. I'm going to use that on the vehicle to give you, like, <laughs> you know, super nitrous. I'll think of a better name in a minute. Right. Ultra nice. Really... <laughs> um, well, yeah, not, not anything significant. Enough to give us enough to give us an oomph uh, after landings and things. Yeah, That's right. Sort of significant. And, you know, a supercharger as opposed to like full nitrous package. Yeah, I mean yeah, we yeah. could get uh, we could get that going. Um, or, you know, you seem to like to use the terrain in interesting ways. I mean, that's why you've got these articulated legs. We've got some mm, new tread. Terrain. Yeah, we've got some new um, metamorphic tire treads. Hmm. I think you might be pretty interested in those. Tell me more. Well, so you can program them to grip to specific surfaces. So if you know you're going to be running into a lot of uh, wet roads, you can set them up to deal with aquaplaning better. Um, you can give them, like, gecko grip. So oh, then that's what I was looking for. Adhere to walls better. You'd need to keep up a pretty high speed. Stay away from glass as well. Glass will fuck you up. <laughs> Nothing grips to glass. Um... You know, we've got the serrated, uh, it's got a serrated uh, tread pre-program so that you can set it up to grip onto ice. Won't really be happening to worry about that it's summer after all, but, uh, you know, it's got some variants. Never know what the weather's like on the moon, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you guys done any research for that? <laughs> no. No, well, really. I'm pretty sure we know what the weather's like on the moon. Non-existent. Well, yeah, but he's asking, he's asking <laughs> if, if you've researched the moon race. If there's weather on the moon, then we know we have trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the weather we wizard. Oh, no, wait, that's copyrighted. The weather... Wizard. Uh, we've been a bit preoccupied. The meta-meteorologist. <laughs> well, you know, when Ayumi gets back with the food, we'll have a discussion about uh, our strategy for the race and what we know about its location. Um, I'm so gonna try and I'll be I'm gonna try and procure some parts so that we can upgrade your vehicle a bit here. Um, you want the tread or the nitrous? Don't have a lot of time to order shit in. Mm. I'd say I think the tread. tread sounds like the jam. Yeah. All right. Cool. So he's gonna order that from TKS Motorcorp which they started themselves, and he's going to have to pay a shit ton of money to get it through customs. Uh, but it'll be here before the race. So, out of character, just to, as a refresher, because I know I was doing research on it last time, um, we determined that we didn't know the exact location of the base. Uh, we know it's under Paris, but there are a few... World, it's, it's a World War II era base, and there are a few of them yeah, a lot of World War II bases have been discovered recently. 
Right, um, and this this one in particular, though, we know is inhabited by a group of uh, neo uh, patriots. Yeah, new That's patriots. You've uh, you've you've heard that there's a lot of concerned French citizens uh, that yeah. are not happy <laughs> about the rumors. Uh, that there will be a uh, race here in France without the permission of their government. Oh, I can understand that. Uh, so they may take action against you. Right. They take umbrage with that. Mm. Isn't that a Harry Potter character? Yes, Dolores Umbridge. That's where she gets her name from, I would assume. Yeah. Um, can I research, so we know, we know it's underground, um, could I, could Greg, I should say, research, uh, old subway maps and see if I can find, uh, like a location that's, or locations that the subways are avoiding for some reason, like, if we were building a subway, oh, we can't go through here because there's a super secret base, so we're going to have to go around it. Um, sure. Cool. All right. That is... I'm using super scientists for the research. Mm -hmm. So that is plus three. So, there are a bunch of things on the map where they've gone, oh, can't dig through here because of a thing that we didn't document previously. Right. Because it's a European city. And okay. there's thousands of years of history yeah. underneath every single one. Well, some of them, I would imagine if some of them we could rule out, like, oh, well, look, yeah. there's a graveyard here, we can't go Indeed, there. Indeed, but not enough on your own, not enough to give you a hint worth mentioning. This okay. builds on some further successes, but at the moment, it's there's no leads here. I've narrowed it down to one of these 75 locations. Yeah, indeed. I mean, that's better than all of Paris. Yeah. I suppose. I still quite a good chunk. Hmm. It doesn't help that, like, a few of the... Actually, it would help that... Uh, you know that a few of these, like, you know the reasons they're blocked off. Like, for example, that entire um, subway that was closed because, like, they realized there was a super base next to it. Uh, or, like, oh, this is blocked because the government ordered us to stop because it turned out that we were going to dig into a top-secret location. Yeah. Yeah, those are, the, those are the ones I'm looking for. Like, oh, there's a super base here, so we have to go around. Yeah. You don't find... Not not enough. Like, gotcha. some of the... You do find a few that are known bases. Like, you know the reason why they stopped building there. Mm -hmm. But um, there's areas of Paris that they wouldn't have tried to put a subway through. Or because. an underground thing. And, like just cause there's no reason to put one through there. So, like, there's a, there's a whole bunch of areas where you have no data on either. Right, because they just wouldn't put a subway there. Yeah. Ooh, how about this river? No, let's not put a subway there. <laughs> I mean, apparently uh, superheroes and villains alike like to put shit under rivers in 
That's true. We did we just have one of the Nile. Yeah, indeed. Pretty much the entire Nile. Yeah. All those uh, other roadways, railways you didn't go down. So, uh, Greg is going to go to Yuri. Uh, so, mm -hmm. uh, once they add the tires to the to the car, is there anything else that you think would be useful? I can try to fabricate or something. Um, a boost patch dispenser. <laughs> I think I could. That might be that a bit would, Because it's fabricating a superpower, I feel like that would take some time. True. But I could... I think I could theoretically... Um, since my craft is at Ascendant, I could uh, craft boost patches at tiers lower than that. Right. I don't know what tier boost patches are at. I think it depends on the power that they're giving you. Yeah, that's true. This one that's like, you know, reality warping. Um, well, he mentioned checking the structural integrity of the hydraulic. Oh, yeah, I could just, do that. I mean, I think the whole, I feel like the whole, the whole thing could do with a bit of a run over for faults and things. It's a fair point. Right. So you're gonna you're gonna spend the rest of the early evening checking because like you've got X-ray machines and ultrasound devices mm. and like yeah. some weird portable MRI device. Yeah, so we can like check bits out and then like Greg can like go in and then like hatch individual little like faults and stuff. Yeah. Oh, this one has a microfract. At essentially a that. microscopic level. Yeah. Yeah. Who here has seen Battlestar Galactica? All of no. us. All of us. Oh, I don't think Got Finn me. has. <gasps> so there's, there's, a bit, there's a bit in like the later seasons when they realize that the entire superstructure of Galactica is fucked. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like that. You realize there's fractures through this whole thing and gumption <laughs> and sheer force of will have been holding it together. Um, huh. So that's that's an afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I've had to just, I've had to reconstitute all of these metals. <laughs> <laughs> I've sprayed it with living slime. Thirteen percent of this car is new. <laughs> that's that's a that's a lot of percent. Yeah. Yeah, the real question, though, the, the real question, though, is: Could you build an exact replica of the car with the previous parts of the car? No, because he doesn't take any of the parts out. He's just disassembling them and reassembling them, like at the same time. Yeah. Gotcha. None of the components are removed. Or also, would you be able to tell? Because Greg would just envelop the car. And then yeah, when he was done, there true. would be the same car there. Yeah. So he could say he did it, and you would never know. That is true, sir. But Greg's not going to do that. Yeah, so we spend the rest of the afternoon just, you know, my, minor fixes. All right, well, that's updated. what you two are doing. Emriel? 
Um, well, Amriel can't really talk to anybody, and uh, she talks to us, buddy. She's got some. She's got some uh, Japanese uh, celebrity mags to go through. So I can think of someone <laughs> to talk to. You know, you have a phone. Oh right, yeah. I and keep she forgetting has that, a phone. That I have a girlfriend. Well, you don't have a girlfriend yet because you haven't done anything. Women like confidence, Amriel. It's true. I'm <laughs> sure Greg would know. <laughs> Greg knows much about women. He has detailed files. Greg has read much of yes. the internet. Greg has a very clear and unbiased opinion of relationships. You yep. need to show her that you're the alpha. <laughs> Greg is just a total red pillar. Oh, Corner God. your princess. <laughs> Never make her. Never make her pancakes. Make her make you pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those people are the worst. So bad. <sighs> I'm a demon and I know that's terrible. <laughs> it's because you're a filthy cuck, Emriel. <laughs> that's true. God, we don't even do that in hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, in that case, yeah, Amriel will uh, will take out her phone and call call up Alex. Cool. So you call up uh, Alexander Remington. Alexandra Remington, actually. Now that I think about it. Um, ah, Amriel. Uh, hey, should Rem- you be getting ready for? The race? Uh, you know, I should be, but not really much for me to do. I'm saving my strength. I've got uh, Robot Boy in the cloud going over their core with a fine-tooth comb, and the, uh, the Super Team kids are being their crazy selves. Right, right. You know, cool. So you guys are at the same, like, workspace? Yeah. Did you uh, did you get your pair up yet? Yeah, well, well, well there's only one other team left because Gresham dropped out this season. But, right. yeah, we're with the Valkyries. But we're not with them. Like, they haven't told us. We're not meeting up to, like, strategize or anything. They... They just keep sending us, like, information and specs on things. Like, make sure you have this thing. They they think that we should uh, leave uh, Julio and Jason behind. Like, you know, our team's too heavy, they said. We need to go light. Hmm. I think the only thing they like about our damn uh, team is our car. And Billy. They really like Billy, apparently. I don't know. Apparently, Icelandic chicks dig black guys. I don't know. I'd watch yourselves around them. They tried to buy that uh, weird biomechanical demonic power armor that we found in the Gobi Desert off of us. Really? 
They bought a shit ton of boost patches off of us last season when they were knocked out for that year. Huh. I don't know. I think they got a hard on for biotech. Makes sense. No, I don't really know what superpowers they have. You know, I got this whole expert marksman thing going on. Julio's got that robot arm. Mm. Billy, he's a supernaturally good driver, but uh, Valkyrs, I don't know. They're strong, but they're not that strong. None of them have psychic powers. They don't have laser hands. They just carry assault rifles and fucking Viking swords. Like, what the fuck? They seem to be quite good at amassing tech and powers, though. Yeah, but they never use any of it. Like, what are they doing? They don't sell it. They That's buy what... fucking boost patches by the truckload. That's what's got me confused. I think they're stockpiling for something. Can't put my finger on what yet, though. No, no, no. I'm going to have a poke around. I'll you wear. be careful. I don't want to have to hurt anyone. You'd hurt someone? Of course I would. It's a shame that you can't go out because of your whole demon thing. <sighs> well, I, I could, but uh, I would have to... You don't want to get arrested before the race. No, no, not really. Where are you guys holding up? Um, mechanic bay garage. Uh, I I give her I give her the address. You don't know the address. You know you're um, on the northern side of Paris. I'm somewhere somewhere north of the Seine. Um, you know, you're not too far from that old club that, uh, the GLO boys used to hang out in. Out of character, do I know what that is? Grecia La Orleans, a super-powered French cycling team. They dropped out oh, at the beginning of this season, like they told everyone they were going to compete, and then a week before, um, Heat 1, they said, oh, we will not be participating. Uh, this year. That's all you know just off the top of your head. Huh. You want to check it out? Um, I can't. I've got to help Billy with the uh, car, but, you know, if you've got the time, you should go see. They might, they might know what the Valkas are up to. At the very least, they might be able to tell you, you know, where this super base is. We still don't have the locale. I mean, if I did, I couldn't tell you because we're on opposite teams. Yeah. You know. Can't have alliances with you guys when we're doing a super team-up run. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I will see what I can learn from uh, the GLO folks and... You watch yourself around those Valkyrs. I'm sure yeah, you can maybe, handle it, but... Maybe they'll try and recruit me. 
I don't know if I could stomach being on a team with just women. Doesn't seem as fun. And you can tell that she's smirking on the other end of the phone. <laughs> but then she hangs up. Amriel just kind of stares at her phone for a bit. And then gets up and wanders into the middle of the shop talk. Amriel's got a girlfriend. Amriel's got a girlfriend. As you're walking awkwardly towards people, like, fixing cars, uh, the door slams open, and you see... um, you see uh, Kayuki, the fighter slash navigator of TKS, do like a commando roll uh, towards the door and pull like a laser rifle out from underneath a tool chest and like pull it up to his shoulder. Like really awkwardly pull it up to his shoulder though. And, it, and then Ayumi's like, oh shit, calm down. Because Ayumi's just walked through the door. He's like, God damn it! Don't do that! And then he throws the laser rifle across the floor and it like goes skittering under another toolbox. He looks really pissed that Ayumi has like jumped him, basically. <laughs> Fuck! I need to smoke! He storms out of the workshop as Ayumi's holding like two big plastic bags full of takeout. Couldn't find escargo, but I did find Chinese. So, you know, Chinese. Huh. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So he, like, starts laying that out on a table. Um, Takuma goes over to a wash basin and starts cleaning his hands. Um... It looked like you had something to say, Emriel, but uh, nobody really noticed because of Ayumi's fucking bursting in like a madman. They uh, they always do that to to Greg and uh, and Uriel Yuri. Does who always do what? Yeah, I guess I guess you wouldn't know. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what em- you're talking about. Emriel seems I- like off kilter. Is there something uh, I can help you with? Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if, uh, well, if when you, either of you guys are done working on working on the car, if you wanted to go check out a club. 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 Like yeah. a bat? Like a like a, like a discotheque? Like a, like a dance club, like a discotheque, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like how long ago did Yuri die? <laughs> <laughs> Back in the eighties, I believe. Yeah, so a discotheque. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, uh, I can't dance, but I would be happy to accompany you. You can dance if you want to, Greg. 
You can leave your friends behind. <laughs> but your friends don't dance. Hmm. I've never tried to dance before. You've never heard of dancing lights? <laughs> I'm picturing now that if Greg started to dance, he would just be like an audio player visualization. Like he would just uh, like <laughs> thump with the beats. Like so there'd be like little bursts of color and light in, beat, in the beat of the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just like, yeah, you're, you're just the iTunes audio exactly. visualizer. It's just Who a invited- sharp waveform. Yeah. Who invited Windows Media Player? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, love it. Um, Actually, oh, yeah, the... I'm Winamp. Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's what I listen to podcasts on. But uh, I, I heard that uh, there's a there's a club where where the GLO team hangs out or used to hang out. I'm getting a little suspicious of the Valk here. What's the GLO team? Out of character. I don't. Gresha La Orleans, the La Orleans, sorry, the cyclist team. They, they were they were like partially originally funded by Gresha International, and, and they dropped out at the start of this year. Right. Okay. Started. That's all you get without a research check. All right. Well, in that case, I will make a research check. Yes. Do it. I will research all the things. Let me just make sure I have it with my super science. You know what? You should should research um, the movie. I like the spray my... <laughs> Nah. What did Who you say? Hey, Yuri, sorry? Uh, I was just going to say I like spray myself with Annie Grizzo. Okay. Grizzo and like wipe myself down <laughs> and go and sit down with the other dinner. <laughs> yeah. The vat of WD-40 we keep. Uh, I got a plus five on my research. Nice. So, as you are sitting down to watch the four corporeal beings eat, because I assume Amriel eats for fun? Yeah, we established that Amriel has to eat to keep up her health when she's yeah, in this form. You don't, you don't have, like, a supernatural feedy thing or, like, unique biology aspect or anything like that. Right. I could probably consume souls, but uh, yeah. I haven't quite worked out... Consuming, consuming souls is a sometimes food, you know. You don't want to get fat <laughs> treats. Yeah. You don't want to become Ready, the like cookie the monster of souls. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that she doesn't know physically how to do it. It's that she doesn't yet know how to get away with it. <laughs> or how to do it without killing the host of said soul. Yeah. It's kind of an all or nothing situation. Um, uh, you know, you, you suck the soul out of them like uh, like a je- like the filling of a jelly donut. Oh God! Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> standard Americanized Chinese um, style stuff. Um, a lot of prawn chips, like prawn crackers. Um, like it looks like a Yumi bought like a fucking plastic shopping bag full of them. <laughs> And he's put them into like a big chip mall. Craig has <laughs> some of those to replenish himself. <laughs> he dissolved them. <laughs> Which well, is kind of funny because chips else. normally dissolve in water, so. Oh. He asked Amriel or Yuri to just pour some into him. <laughs> Amriel, yeah, I just, I just like throw a handful of chips into a cloud. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> 
the twins are the triplets are all talking in Japanese um, about something. I say triplets; they're actually not triplets, but it's just easier to say that. Yeah, <laughs> like a year. Yeah, the trio doesn't sound right, does it? They're separated by like a year. Um, oh, they're Irish twins. <laughs> um, they uh, they're they're talking about like random stuff. Um, Ayumi is like rambling about like they seem to switch between conversations like mid sentence. Like, Ayumi will be talking about some pop star and then, like, will finish his sentence by mentioning that the car's pulling to the left. Uh, and then um, Kayuki responds with, like, oh, maybe it would pull to the left if you didn't drive that way. Also, uh, did you hear about this uh, cool new intrusion that somebody did in Arizona? Uh, and yada, yada, yada. It's very hard conversation to follow. Um, even when you are fluent in Japanese. Yeah. Because the language is not the problem. It's the weird sibling talk that is the problem. Mm. Uh, and then after all, they're like, uh, Ayumi with like a mouthful of uh, Honey King prawns. It's like, ah, oh, so uh, what do you guys have on the base? Um, we're pretty sure that it's full of like super weapons, like doomsday devices. So we'll want to dismantle those before we sell them. No one wants to be responsible for. It also and, then he, and then he trails off like he doesn't <laughs> want to finish his sentence. Be responsible for the destruction of cities and countries. The three brothers all look to one another and then to Greg awkwardly. The room goes silent oh. as they look to Yuri. I'm just kind of like squeakily polishing some components. <laughs> Look up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll dismantle those. Uh, what else we got, Greg? Well, uh, the base is also likely filled with angry French people who are afraid of immigrants and aliens and will likely shoot on sight. Hmm. Paris. Yeah, pretty pretty. Possibly Parisian. with some super weapons. Yeah, let's hope not. The, uh, the best I could figure out is that the base is a form of World War II base, uh, though there are many possibilities um, um, under the streets of Paris. I have not been able to nail down a definitive location, though Kay I have ruled out many. Kayuki responds and is like, well, Greg, no offense, but you might as well have just said we worked out the bases in Paris. Like, yeah, it's going to be a World War II base. Oh, do you know where it is? No, but my point is, like... Oh, so your Paris. point is that you don't know where it is, either. Yeah, neither of it... Okay, alright, whatever. Greg, Fuck. Greg. Same well, for he's not day. going to contribute. <sighs> Look, I got a guy. Uh, 
he's a urban explorer. Uh, he's pretty active uh, in French, France, Spain, Italy, uh, Portugal as well. But um, he says that he might have a lead on the location uh, back in mm -hmm. early 2000s. Uh, he stumbled across something. So I'm going to be meeting with him uh, after dinner. Uh, hopefully he can let us know. I mean, he might even have some footage. He normally has like a handy cam. Or, I mean, now he would use a GoPro, but back then, you know, GoPro didn't exist. That could be so very he, useful. So he might have some footage of the inside of the base. So how's that for helping? Sounds very good. Do you want some company with that? Um, sure. You know, if you put on a hoodie and some sunglasses. Oh, I mean, doesn't have to be me. Greg could come along. Greg's useful for those sort of things. I don't know. Sure, I Greg. guess. Do you want to go to the club or you want to go to the meetup? How do you disguise Greg as a person? I have a tube. Just don't. <laughs> oh, okay. He has a tube. Uh, Takuma. He has a tube. I know it might be hard for you to understand a life form like me, but please try to be patient and remember that I can dissolve your organs while you sleep. Kayuki stands up, like pushes his chair out and then stands up. He's like, and remember that I can... No. No. I'm going for a smoke. He walks back out of the room. Why are they looking at the fart like you just farted? Oh, uh, <laughs> in um, in <laughs> Aramaic, I say to to Amriel, uh, they made some disparaging comments about me, so I reminded them that I am an alien here and that I can melt them in their sleep. <sighs> Yuri just like puts his head in his hands. Oh, this is going to be a long race. It's going to be a very long, short race. <laughs> I, I didn't say that I would. <laughs> Greg, how about you go to the club? <laughs> well, he definitely did not seem to like the idea of the tube. You come to the club with me, Greg, and on the way you can replay that whole conversation for me in English. Sure. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going exactly as I thought it would. <laughs> I'm gonna like. I'm gonna turn the TV on. Sure, we have like a little TV on a shelf. I'm gonna turn. Oh it yeah, on. there's a flat screen. Yeah. Watch some news or maybe a sports recap that's on. Just in time for the sport. Uh, yeah, you see, um, so, uh, Barcelona is playing, um, is playing Arsenal. Ooh. Or something like that. Uh, and, mm -hmm. uh, there's, 
and it's on French TV, and it looks like the French sports channel has blurred a bunch of the Arsenal jerseys. Like, sections of them. Um, do you know why? Do I know why? I don't know. You could take a guess. Is it, is how, it, is it something... Do you follow European soccer leagues? Well, I probably haven't in the last 20 years, so... <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm kind of like, oh, these guys have got a lot better. <laughs> they do seem to be, but the sport seems a lot more energetic. <laughs> it's a lot more theatrical too. People falling to the floor, claiming to be shouting. injured. Shouting, so much shouting. Racial slurs being thrown around left, right and centre. Mm, this is not the about sport people. I knew it to be. Remarks about people's sexuality. Yeah, it's a lot tamer than it was in the eighties. <laughs> I prefer sports with engines, not people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't think I really have any idea why they've put it. I'm like, nah, sponsorship. I don't really do the legal stuff. I let yeah. Greg talk to our sponsors. Wow, you, that's you could uh, <laughs> you could try and like Google it. Um, yeah, sure. Let's. I'll I'll spend a bit of time looking up why why soccer is so odd these days. Yeah, you're like why is What's why is Arsenal why is Arsenal shirts blurred? Um, you don't get a response. Yeah, Arsenal. Arsenal jerseys blurred, and then when you look at the Arsenal jerseys, um, mm. the image search, you don't get any res- like of blurred images, but you do see a 2000 and what year is this set in? We set in 17. Sure. Uh, yeah, 2000 and uh, jersey for Arsenal, and there is a Raiderade uh, sponsorship on it. It's Raiderade. Um, Raiderade uh, UK. Uh, right. <gasps> that would be awesome cross promotion. <laughs> can, we, can we film a spot with Raiderade where we play with Arsenal and Greg is the goalie? Well, remember that for in between this run and the next. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot at the net and Greg just floats and the ball goes right through. You can add that to the campaign notes uh, document if you want. Uh, so that you can try and remember it. I just put it under sponsors, I guess. Could you link that? I don't have it. Uh, I can just add that myself. Oh. Sorry. It's all right. I uh, but yeah. um, are they? I, I'm. I, are they showing the crowd at all? Like, how is the crowd reacting to the Raider Raid sponsorship? No one's really reacting. Like this is not. This is between Barcelona and Arsenal, so it's not. Yeah, it's not in in, Paris. It's not in in Paris. Okay. It's just just airing on French TV, and they've been ordered to blur it. Like, which is interesting because, like, base rating is illegal in the UK as well. So, like, maybe us, maybe Raiderade UK has performed some gymnastics that allows them to advertise. Well, I mean, some base rating is illegal, but Raider Raid is just, you know, quote-unquote, just a drink. 
Yeah, maybe, so, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe the the British government are like, well, you know, Raider Raid's just a drink. Also, they want to give us money, so you know. <laughs> they 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 bought me a new house, so yeah. you know, they can they can do whatever they want. I don't care. They're not base raiding here. That's also, true. if it's if it's a FIFA game, they'll definitely allow it because yeah, FIFA will do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play on the moon? Sure. You want us to? Uh, you want to? You want to put an arms dealer sponsorship on the jerseys? <laughs> Go for it. Eckler and Koch wants to fund a wants to wants to fund a football team? Go for it. Um. Yeah. So I mean, clearly the hmm, fair. that uh, the French that, Broadcasting Corporation has nothing to do with it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're da- they don't want um, Raiderade promotions appearing on their channel, so they have blurred jerseys. So I'm probably not going to find a recap of the race recently on any of these channels either. <laughs> no, but you could just turn on the web browser. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a smart TV. This, is a, this TV was brought here by TKS. Um... Yeah, so dinner wraps up. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do club or meeting with the Urban Explorer first? Leave it up to you. Yeah, I don't I don't care either way. All right, well, then we're going to do the meeting with the Urban Explorer because I expect that scene to be shorter. Okay. Cool. Uh, so Yuri and Kayuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys ride there. Um, he's got a street bike. So just like, yeah, man, just hop on. Uh, actually, you know what? Take Ayumi's bike. Fuck that guy. <laughs> All right. You like a helmet that's got like an uh, like an anime depiction of an angel on it, because that's the kind of guy Ayumi is. <laughs> yep. And, like, he's got uh, an Ava screen printed on his fuel tank. Uh, an Eva. can't remember how it's pronounced. I'd assume Ava. Because it's Evangelion. Whatever. Anyway, the point is, giant biomechanical robot. Yeah. Uh, and you uh, ride uh, into town. Uh, how is Yuri disguised? Well, I would just wear black leathers again. Yeah. And, uh, like a. I wear like a thick beanie and like a scarf. In the middle of summer. <laughs> some, French, some French cop is going to be like, excuse me, sir, are you of Muslim descent? <laughs> are you perhaps from Northern Africa or Syria? Uh, no, I'm Japanese. <laughs> I'm a Japanese Meg. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys get to like a little uh, pub and you walk uh, up the back and there's uh, a guy in like ripped jeans and worn sneakers uh, sitting there uh, drinking a pint. Um, and he says, uh, 
something in um, something in uh, French, uh, and then uh, Kayuki holds up his hand and is like, "Hang on, hang on." And you see him pull out a laptop uh, and sit it on the table, and then he pulls up some app thing. And uh, and then like gestures to the guy, and the guy starts talking, and you can hear what he's saying, like half a second later, perfectly come out of the machine, perfectly translated, uh, into Japanese. And he's like, <laughs> I got one of those. Uh, I can get rid of Greg. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically uh, all Greg does. Um, I say jokingly, yeah, a through. Kayuki laughs. Greg's not here to take offense. The other guy doesn't know who Greg is. <laughs> uh, is it translating back for him? Uh, he seems to understand Japanese, actually, but he doesn't speak okay. it very well. Yeah, all good. Um, actually, no, it is translating back for him because no one knows fucking 20 languages. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, he says, uh, yeah, so you guys are looking for, like, one of those bases, right? Yeah, one in particular. Yeah, so, like, back before Ragnarok, I used to, uh, explore a lot, uh, in Paris. Now it's, you know, it's just become way too hot, uh, area. Um, you know, cops really bear down on you. Like, I mean, I've been into a few of the World War II bases from before, but, like, I've been into abandoned forts as well as, like, weird superhero rooms. Like, I'm not a base raider. I'm not there to steal superhero shit. I'm not even there to steal. Like, I just... I like to go into these empty areas and see the way time has affected the buildings and everything, and sometimes it's a bit of a rush trying to, like, scale a fence or whatever. Uh, But, uh... Yeah. Do you guys, like... know, like, the kind of space you're looking for? Mm. Super weapons? Super weapons? Yeah, okay. So, So, Uh, like, I found... Probably inhabited. Yeah, I mean, I I was... I was... I haven't hit Paris in, like, ten years, so... It wasn't inhabited then. Uh, But... I hit two places. One of them looked like, um, I don't know, one of them looked sort of like, uh, barracks, but like, the beds were really weird. Got out of there. I screamed like Resident Evil. Uh, the movies, not the, anyway. Uh, and then I, I found, uh, this other one a few months before, and there was like, um, a lot of big, glass tubes and like wall-sized computers uh reel-to-reel stuff typewriters uh and also uh this and he pulls out his camera and he shows you like dark shaky blurry footage uh of uh a uh room of some description with tubes uh, and then you see like a big shell looking thing and this woman with like her hair b- pulled back in a ponytail and like a headlamp on walks up to it and touches it. And after she touches it, 
Uh, her hand catches on fire. Uh, and she's like shaking it. And another guy comes up on screen and like pours a canteen of water out on it. And then after the light from her hand being on fire goes out, you see that the weird shell thing has a slight blue aura to it. Uh, like it's emitting weird radiation or something. And then it sort of dissipates. Uh, and then he like cuts the footage like, I mean, that looks like a super weapon to me. Uh, but I'm not a base raider, so. Is that what you were looking for? Yeah. Look to I look to Takumi. Yeah, I think that's Kayuki as well. I think Kayuki. that's uh I keep forgetting which one's with me. Yeah, indeed. I think that's probably what we're looking for. So where's that at? Uh, and the guy pulls out his phone. He's like Uh look, I'm I don't wanna be rude, but like information isn't free in your business so why should i give this to you for free i mean you know whole the eu's falling apart soon i'm gonna have to start applying for visas just to you know visit the next city over fucking brexit bullshit blowing up so you know my job's about to start becoming a lot more expensive so right i don't so appreciate yeah compensation if mm. you can kayuki looks to you uh yuri's like i shrug uh, like i thought you guys were the money bags yeah i expected that's what you'd say with your fucking look i'm willing to pitch in what are you, you going to pitch in? A fiver? He sort of laughs as he pulls out an envelope full of euros and just takes out like two notes and then hands the guy the envelope. Yeah, yeah okay. So um, it's sort of the way I got to it was I went in like a sewer access and then there was like this older sewer from like, I don't know, like. 1400s or so and we went through that uh but we're about a block west of the louvre when we got in so i'd start there i mean hell just break into the louvre fuck that place wants to stand in line for two days to see the mona lisa then he finishes his pint um can i have another look at that video real quick and i sort of yeah, reach out yeah, to yeah. Have a look at the camera. And see the camera. Um, I just want to like slip into it super quick and then like take that video as like a memory. Okay. Sure, I will allow that. Um, you commit just so I can uh, commit, make, make commit me the image. a roll to slip in. I guess. Mm -hmm. I know you don't normally need to roll to slip in, but like this is more. You're trying to pull information back th through with you. Not excellent. Um, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll spend a fate. Um, two. What am I gonna? I'm gonna. Yeah, I feel like I, I sort of slip in and then like the sort of uh, 
mechanism is fairly a sort of like clunky and confusing a bit like and i'm sort of something there's something about like the um the weird kind of playback nature that like sort of confuses me mentally yeah, a bit so, like so it's a digital camera but it's recording to like tape so it records yep. digitally to tape yep um, so it's like uh, uh. yeah so it's a bit weird so i like um sort of actually have to hold it i sort of like push through it and like run through it a bit slowly which essentially involves yuri sitting awkwardly after the video's finished playing on the camera just sort of staring at it while the other guys sort of sit around watching me yeah, the um, other two drink beers and pretend not to notice you uh but i'm going to invoke my resolve uh and then roll it again yeah better okay plus three Uh, plus three to get the memory. Nice. So yeah, you pull that back with you as you return. Um, you think that the weird blue light might be Cherenkov radiation. Okay. Uh, and what do I know about Cherenkov radiation? It's a thing that exists in the real world. It's a sort of a blue light comes off reactors. It normally happens though in water. So it's probably, right. you wouldn't have seen the aura if the water hadn't been poured on her hand to put out the fire. Yep. So that tells you the thing's radioactive, but it's not super science-y radioactive. It's like radioactive in a... Way that we understand know, kind of thing. In a way that you understand. It's not like magic radiation. It's not like Vita yep. rays or something. It's just gamma science. and alpha particles and stuff. Yep. Which is good. In that it means it's understandable, but it's bad in that it means it's probably uranium. Right. We'll get Greg create the uranium. Yeah, he'll turn it into like... It's like an energy bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you're, not, you're not wrong, Ryan. They are lucky to be alive. <laughs> um... Yeah, I yeah, essentially like uh Yuri sort of uh starts out of his um brief sort of lapse um and hands the camera back to the guy. Uh yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, no problem, man. Um aren't you hot? Uh poor circulation. Right, right, right. Well, uh good luck with that thing that you've got on on Friday, you know? Then he sort of taps his nose. Yep. And then he walks away <laughs> with his <laughs> hundreds of euros. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, look, I look to the TKS and I'm like, that's Look, we'll just say we owe you one a bit for that, yeah? Yeah, we'll take a slightly larger cut when we're done with the base. Seems fair. Yeah. We'll take that Feels fucking fair. deadly nuke. Oh, man. I, we can't even sit here and have a beer. Because of your condition. Well, I mean, we can. I just abstain. 
Mm. I'm designated driver on the motorbikes. It's fine. No, or whatever. <laughs> on the two motorbikes. <laughs> Look, I'm not too worried about if I. It doesn't really matter if I drink and drive because, like, if I even even if I was sober and I got pulled over, I would have to flee. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. if I'm gonna um, get pulled over anyway. I'm like, look, look, we, we, we can hang out for a bit. And I, I'm like, I'll get you a drink. And I go to the bar. <laughs> yeah. And I get him one of whatever he's having. And I get myself uh, a, a cola. And then I surreptitiously pour the cola out and then just, like, <laughs> chop it up with oil. You drink oil? Are you a transformer? Like... <laughs> I'm sure it works into the mechanisms. <laughs> It's like you go into a you you get a like a, a whipped cream can label and put it on like WD forty, so it looks <laughs> like you're doing you're just having a can of whipped cream. Um, I can do cream. I can do it at least for the sake of for the sake of appearances for his purpose. Yeah. Okay. You it's do. Not gonna, you. It's not going to be detrimental to my internals. It'll just ruin this jacket. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Ayumi's jacket. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, yeah. All right, cool. So, at the club, Greg's in a tube. What does Amriel do to not look like a demon? Um, I think she probably has her wings in the backpack. Um,. She has she has wrapped herself up in uh, a long a long sleeved long coat, like a duster. Yeah, like a duster. Um, you guys are just drawing the attention of all the undercover cops in the area, plainclothes <laughs> police officers. Just hey, like, boys. Yeah. I could I could go with uh, I could go with the motorcycle helmet from last time, but then people are gonna think fucking Daft Punk showed up to the club. Oh man, you should go in and pretend to be Daft. Punk. You should pretend to be Daft Punk. Hey, look, it's the robot demon version. <laughs> you need to get the helmet to light up, otherwise no one's gonna believe it. Yeah, he turns on his glowing demonic eyes from inside. Oh yeah, yeah we, okay. we we can all just pretend to be Daft Punk or like. Whatever that bill was, it's Dead Mouse or something. That would totally work. <laughs> I think Dead Mouse would work quite well for you, for, uh, for Emriel, because it's like, oh, Biggie has big wigs. That's just the new gimmick. Yeah. He's got big wigs now. Mm. I don't really have any kind of impersonate skill, otherwise, I might. Yeah. Have you guys seen Dead Mouse's YouTube show? <laughs> no. <laughs> He goes on coffee runs with, like, he has famous people over to his house, and uh-huh. then they get in one of his expensive cars, and they drive down to the local Canadian version of Starbucks and get a coffee. Are you sure that's not, that's not Jerry Seinfeld? No, this is Dead Mouse. I watched the one with, um, with Adam Savage, and he also did one with the guy that plays Hodor, because the guy that plays Hodor is a DJ as well. Yeah. Does he, does he wear the helmet while he does it? No, he just—it's just him normally. Like, oh, never mind then. Yeah, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's pretty good talk show, to be honest. Anyway, I just mentioning it because podcast Dead Mouse, you know, it's yeah. relevant. 
Maybe I'll have maybe I'll have Emriel appear on Dead Mouse's thing. Do a do a race in Canada so I can <laughs> I can get coffee so can, with Dead Mouse. So I can try and do a Dead Mouse impersonation. <clears throat> Alright, so um, you, you go to this right. bar. <laughs> yeah. With Greg and a two. Yeah, there's French Electronica playing, cause why not? Uh, you made a roll to have information about Gresha La Orleans, didn't you, Greg? Uh, yes, I did. I didn't give you a. No, I forgot an answer. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I know you got a five because I remember yeah. you telling me. Um, Gresha La Orleans um, started out as a normal cycling team. And as cyclists are notorious for not caring whether people know uh, that they're uh, using illegal uh, performance-enhancing drugs or not, they kind of had the opposite uh, situation um, compared to um, TKS. Rather than being banned from all motorsport, they sort of rose to prominence and fame as being like poster child for like using base raiders drugs as performance thing but they like the reason that they made it that they were sort of allowed to keep competing is because a lot of the superpowers they were giving themselves were not actually performance enhancing they were just giving <laughs> the like oh we've, they've got laser eyeballs it's like oh okay that's good i guess uh and also they were sort of selling it as like transhumanism like diy transhumanism like okay we're doing this to be more human to be better humans and things like that yeah. um and then they started their own like cycling league for like people that do um that use super drugs and things like that boost patches uh super soldier serum um and they do that the uh, races of that were held in between heats of the Raiderade comp international competition. Um, but then a few years ago, they decided to focus on their Raiderade stuff and stop doing that cycling event. It still ran, but they didn't compete in it anymore. Right. Uh, and then things got a bit weird. Uh, the leader of Gresha La Orlane started uh, talking about like how there was a war coming. Um, that all of humanity would have to fight in this war and we'd need mm. to put aside uh, differences of race uh, and that. Uh, and everyone was like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird, but, you know, that's kind of a very apolitical message. You know, it's, it's nice and not apolitical. I don't think that's what I mean. It's a very forward-thinking message of, like, uniting. Except then he started talking about how, like, he should be the leader of this army. Uh, and how, like, everyone would have to unite under his rule because somebody's got to be in control, and I've been using superhero drugs longer than anybody else. So I know what was, I'm doing. This was after Ragnarok. Yeah, this was after Ragnarok. Um, and then he, like started preaching about how like uh 
we should remove all non-human refugees from Earth. So, like, even parallel universe humans, they're cool because they're still from a parallel Earth. You know, they're connected to the homeland. But uh, we've got to get rid of all of the Formians and all these magical weirdos, uh, stuff like that. Right. You know, he wanted all the aliens driven off of Earth. Oh, Greg. Any means necessary. Greg, you and I are totally going to get our asses beaten. You don't even have an ass. <laughs> uh, and then, like, the interview where he announced that he wasn't, that they weren't going to compete this year, like, he just sort of said it in the middle of an interview, and, like, the half of the rest of the team were like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> and they cut the interview short. Um, but he was like, yeah, we need to pull back and focus on uh, preparing for the Great War. Uh, it's time to start rallying the troops. Uh, the the invaders will be here soon, and if we're not ready, we're going to lose everything. Uh, so Greg is going to mention that to Amriel before we go to this club? Yeah, you mentioned it <laughs> on the way. Hey, Amriel, uh, just a bit of a... Yeah. Back by the by, it's probably not going to come up at all, but... These guys are hardcore, pro-human-first activists, apparently. <sighs> well, okay, so, yes, we're most like they're most likely going to try to murder us. However, we do have an inkling that this base is linked to these pro-human activists... So maybe they know where it is. It is possible. I have an idea. Oh, yeah? You will be discovered, Amriel, if we go into the club, most likely. However... Fair enough. Humans have something called... I, I was doing research into clubs like this, and sometimes they have something called a fog machine. If there was a fog machine active, I could sneak across the floor entirely undetected and see if I can overhear anything about the base. And what are we going to do if there isn't a fog machine at this place? Oh, start a fire. Bring one in. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I had not build thought one. that far. Build I, I, I suppose I could build one, yes. I don't I suppose remember. it happens to be foam party night. <laughs> <laughs> heads or tails? Mm, heads. Tails, it's not Duh. foam party night. Damn. Uh. <laughs> that would have worked for you. I don't think it would have. I think Greg would have stood out in, uh, if it was foam party night. Well, because the, the foam goes like waist high. Greg would have just had to slink along the ground. I suppose. Like some kind of gaseous weasel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. Uh, so having brought this up to Amriel, uh, do you still wish to go meet your friend at this club? I'm not meeting anybody. Um, I just thought maybe we could check them out. I thought it was kind of suspicious. Oh. I think, well, that is, 
I will say this with your five in research. You know that there were dealings between... Uh, the Valkyr and... Yeah, and, and this t- in GLO. Okay, because that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe the Valkyr threatened them, but then after learning this new information, it's possible that the Valkyr are just, you know... Saving up for the war against the ex-humans or whatever. So when did the the GLO uh, drop out? Uh, a week before Delta Magic. Okay, so they they were supposed to be in this week. I mean, they in were, this they in were this supposed race. to be in this season. Out. They were meant to be five competitors this season. Okay, and they dropped out. For a second, I was thinking maybe the Valkyrs were made. Some of them are remnants of the other team, uh, but I guess not. Um, so the Valkyrs right. had some deal. So we know the Valkyrs had dealings with these people. Yes, and they're hoarding tech. Yeah, maybe they're. Yeah, maybe they're saving up for the war. All right, so maybe we don't go in as. Uh as overtly as I had originally planned. Let's let's do some sneaking. All right. Well, okay. you guys arrive. Uh, you know, you're standing across the street from the club. Um, it looks like a like a pub or something that was converted into a club. So, like, there's these. It's an old looking building, and they've like stripped parts of the walls out to put like these uh, ground to roof glass panels and. Mm. There's like laser light coming out onto the street, and there's like loud music. Uh, it's very Deus Ex. It's, it's very. Um, it's actually channeling a club in Newcastle. It used to be an Irish pub, and they turned it into a nightclub. Well, if you play the new Deus Ex, it takes place in Prague, and there's tons of places where there's just, you know, ancient buildings, and then boom, angular glass construction sticking out of it, and then ancient buildings again. Well, I guess that that fits. Yeah. Uh, the club doesn't seem to have a name, at least not prominently displayed. Not. Uh, maybe that's its thing. Oh, have you been to that new well, club that doesn't have a name? Oh, you mean the nameless Ooh. club? No, 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 the club with no name. Oh, the club with no name. No, I don't like Westerns. No, no, no. The club that doesn't have a name. The club that shall not be named. <laughs> oh, no, I don't go in for that wizard shit. No, it's not. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'll just take you. Uh, do we want to walk around the outside first? Um, I was going to say, well... It only has two walls that aren't connected to, like, directly touching other buildings. Oh, okay. It's, okay, I gotcha. Um, how tall is the building? Four stories. I, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. Four stories. Four stories. Four stories. Yeah. We could fly uh, up to the roof. It's that's nighttime. what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Are they all are they all club floors? Like, do they they have different dance floors on each? Uh... Yeah, pretty much. Um, the other floors outside, like from the outside, don't look as they haven't changed the facade of the upper levels uh, on the outside. They're probably a lot different inside, but like it was probably too expensive to fucking. Oh, so could we see? Is there like a rooftop bar can, that we could see? Heads or tails? 
<sighs> heads. I'll, I'll call it the stone. Oh, you, yeah, Ryan, Ryan, call Ryan. it. Uh, go with heads, yeah. Tails, there's no rooftop bar. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so I guess Amriel will will try to fly us up. Um, maybe not. Hmm. Are there are there windows on the other facade? Uh, um, oh yeah, above windows. The... Some of them are like covered in paint, but like yeah, there'd be scratches on those. I'm more worried about the bouncer like looking up. Well, we could like walk around to the back of the building and fly up there. No, you can't because there's just more building. Oh like, wait, so which which two walls is, are open then? So the two walls that are exposed are sort of are corner walls. So it's like this is on the corner of a block. Oh, okay. And so the other rest of the building is surrounded by other buildings. Well, I mean, we could still like walk around the block and then yeah, fly that's up. true. But my point yeah. is, you won't be coming. You'd yeah. be coming over like a bunch of apartments or something. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. which right. is fine. Like, yeah. Just so we don't attract attention to ourselves, I think I'm gonna f- walk down the block until I find like an alleyway, uh, fly up and you know to the to the roof level, and then like staying low, uh, keeping as close to the rooftops as I can. Yeah, you uh, find uh, uh, you find a block uh, that uh, not a block, but like uh, one of the buildings has been torn down, and they're like getting ready to build something new. So you just like. Pull apart the renter fence, step inside, and then fly up. Pop my wings out of the backpack, and yeah. and now you're on top of the uh, building. All right. Um, is there is there roof access at all? Uh, yes, there is roof access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it is no match for your super demon strength. All right. So yeah, well, I will. I will pop the lock. Um, I'm gonna. Amriel kneels your, down. You just push your thumb on the lock, and it like pops through into the building. <laughs> um, before before I open the door, uh, Amriel kneels and and pops Greg's cylinder and says, uh, "Why don't you um, fart your way through there and and see if this door is alarmed." Okay, uh, so I'm going to slither under the door and uh, see if you know if it's safe to open. Yep. So there's no one inside, and there's no like alarms really, because there's no way to get to this roof. Oh, okay. No, well, then it's easy. Um, it's safe. Come on in. They're not nearly paranoid enough about the about the non-humans. Well, you know, it's not a it's not a pro-humanist club. It's just a club that they frequent. Where they hang out, yeah. Where this team. <laughs> At this rate, they'll out. never win the war. <laughs> Why do we even fight the war? <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's the loud thumping music. Uh, and it appears that this floor is sort of like a VIP-ish area as you walk down into it. Um, like you peer around the corner. There's a lot of like seating areas and stuff like that, like booths sort of things. The music is loud, but not oppressively loud. Um, the lighting's a bit softer. 
Um, yeah, it's a more chill atmosphere up here. And then Daft Punk walks in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anyone notice us come in? Uh, I didn't assume that you just like walked into the middle of the place. I just that's why I said you look like around yeah. the corner or something. Yeah. Um, can I can I like case the place and see if I see any of the members of this team? Um, sure. Make me an awareness check. All right. That is at plus one. Hey, I remembered the name of the skill this time. No, it's alertness. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you ruined. Nice. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna. Um, I wasn't gonna question. say anything until you started bragging about it. <laughs> uh, I'm a plus three. Uh, so. You uh, don't see anyone familiar to you. Uh, but you do see a guy that stands out in this atmosphere. He's got, like, military boots on. Uh, he's got his head shaved and uh, tattoos on his neck. He's wearing, like, tan cargo pants and has, like, a sort of a olive green muscle tee. And he's, like, got a lot of racially charged tattoos and is a white guy. And he's like surrounded by a younger like he looks like he's in his late 20s and he's surrounded by younger guys. There are they like at a table or like drinking? Yeah, they're at a booth. Uh, The younger guys are all like listening to him talk um, as they drink and they're not in the same sort of clothing but uh, they're just like in normal clothes. But this guy is like, it's like this is a uniform for him. Can uh, can Greg try to sneak across the floor um, and like press himself up against the wall? I have I have stealth with one of my skills, so I want to like sneak over That's and true. listen. Yeah, in. go go for your stealth check. I will. Is that superhuman? Uh, let me in see. In any way. It is my sentient cloud skill. It is extraordinary. Okay, let me just open the... Does anyone remember what page the rules about opposing... Ah, damn. I I just closed it on. Oh, yeah, yeah. What tier tier is uh, the skill that's opposing him? I can't remember the names of the tiers... Okay, it's Ex- it's mundane, extraordinary, superhuman, ascendant, godlike. godlike. He has superhuman. It's okay, skill opposing is superhuman. Uh, so in that case, I think um, if Greg they're same asks, tier, nothing happens, right? Greg, yeah. uh, if yeah. they're same tier, nothing happens. If um, I think Greg would would take it, substitute one of his fate dice for a d6, and then and subtract was, yeah, the d6. Yeah. All right. So get ready to invoke those aspects. Uh, No, I got a plus three. Nice. I rolled a plus plus nothing and a two on the d6. And your skill is baseline. My skill is plus three. Yeah. 
Right, yeah, okay, cool. So, um, this guy doesn't seem to notice you as you slink over, and you are uh, in the faint glow of the club. You notice that his, uh, he has uh, sort of like a golden hue to his eyes from oh. certain angles. Hmm. He's got super seeing. Among other things. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to, like, get close and listen in to what they're talking about. Do you relay what you're hearing to Emriel? Because you have that radio uh, call I do, now. yeah. So, you know what? I could just act like a transmitter to her. Hmm. So I could just, I could probably just open up the channel yeah. and, and we can both transmit listen through in. myself, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, he, he seems to be, you know, normal indoctrinating youth stuff like yeah you guys you know you have the potential to be so strong uh inside of you you need to you just you need somebody to focus you you know and you need something to fight for and i know what you need to fight for you need to fight for the racial purity of france all right we're being our culture is being deluded by all these foreigners uh you know what i forgot to do at the beginning of this uh recording that i really really meant to do Trigger warning. I'll have to put it on in the recording when I post it. Because there's going to be a lot of racism yeah. in here. You can, uh, you can put it in the description, too. That way yeah. people... Content warning. The Nazis. Yeah. Discussions about racism. We're fighting Nazis. They're going to say Nazi things. Hey, hey, we, we promise, haven't fight, not fighting them yet. We promise we will melt their faces in the end. I promise oh. these guys will be punished. Oh, uh, that would be awesome. There Can we save one of them for silence for them? Yeah. Sorry? So can we just save one of the super weapons for them? Yeah, destroy Paris to get to to restore some kind of karmic balance. Go for oh, it. I mean we can we can like drive them out to the country first. We fly them into space and then blow them up <laughs> in a nuclear fire. Exactly. Uh, so uh, yeah, you know, we're being deluded. Our culture's being taken away. They're trying to impro- impose their weird medieval law on us. You know, you've got to stand up. You've got to stand, take a stand for Paris, for France, for Europe. The guys are all like, yeah, man, got to do it. He's like, all right, get out of here. Uh, and he hands them all like a, a, a book and, oh. and, and, and like a plastic bag. Uh, and in the plastic bag is like, um, uh, uh, like a box cutter knife, a spray can, uh, and like an armband for them to wear. A box cutter? Yeah, because like knives are expensive, box cutters are cheap. Oh, oh, okay. As as if for a weapon. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're gonna go start some street brawls for for the racial purity of France. They're gonna go helter skelter. Where's James Dean when you need him? <laughs> Which James Dean? Either or. Oh, I meant the dead movie star. Yes. A little bastard. You heard it here first. Greg hates uh, <laughs> hates teen heartthrob James Dean. Wait, who's teen heartthrob James Dean? <laughs> the my my mom was a big fan when she was in high school. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was America's sweetheart. How yeah. can one be a rebel without a cause? It makes no sense. <laughs> How does one rebel <laughs> without a cause? Uh, so, uh, 
And then the guy, like, just sits there drinking a beer. Uh, and then you see another gentleman in combat boots walk mm. in. He's got, like, a... He's got, like, suit pants on, but they're tucked into his boots. He's wearing, like, a whitish... White or red shirt? It's hard to tell, because the room has red lights. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and then he sits down. At, uh, he doesn't have... Uh, he has a, a a closely shorn head, but it's not shaved. He also doesn't have as many visible tattoos, uh, but he does have like uh, an earring, it's like a stud earring. Okay. He sits down across from the guy. He's like, "So, did you stir him up?" It's like, "Oh yeah, stir the shit out of him. They're gonna go get themselves killed." They both seem to like find this funny. Uh. Like, cool. Uh, I don't know if they know where we're at yet, but uh, I've laid some of the traps uh, and set shit up. Uh, we've started priming the Colossus as well. Oh. Uh, Amriel mouths the word shit. <laughs> and, um, then you, and then as they're sitting there for a minute, stewing on that, the guy who just arrived reaches across and grabs the other guy by, like, the neck slash lower jaw and, like, twists his head side to side, like the other guy's head side to side, then says, when was the last time you dosed? And then the guy pushes the, the, um, the tattooed guy, pushes the hand away. He's like, shut up, Michael, all right? I dosed uh, two days ago. He's like, how did you burn through it in two days? You need to dose again, man. I can tell. Just from looking at your eyes, it's starting to show. You better get back. Go dose. I'll deal uh, with the next group. While while they're conversing, um, can I? Greg would like to try something very risky that might pay off. Go for it. So they you said they're like sitting at a booth, right? Yeah. So, would Greg have access to their feet, like, under the table, if I, like... Yeah, just... yeah. Okay. So, what I would like to try to do is to use my alien super scientist skill that changes things to... And tie their shoelaces together. <laughs> no. No. <better. laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe. But, uh, what I want to do is to um, change, like, part of their pants or part of their shoe... Uh, into I want to change part of the sole of his shoe into a radioactive element that I could that you can track across. Yes. Yeah. You're gonna Batman the notes. I'm gonna Batman him. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so like just just a just a part of the sole of his shoe. Uh, to see because if he's going back to dose whatever. He's yeah. probably going back to the base, which is where we need to go. All right, have a go. There's a difficulty level to that because you need to change the... You need to put enough radioactive material there that you can track it and that mm -hmm. it won't be noticed to them. And it also still needs to be his shoe. Like, he's wearing GP boots and you need to... Yeah. <laughs> GP boots don't normally have metallic ore soles, so... Now? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He goes uh, to take a step, and he just can't lift his foot. <laughs> he has steel caps. <laughs> he doesn't. You could try and, like, just change the steel caps. 
Oh, he does have steel caps. No, he doesn't because he's wearing oh, he GP doesn't. boots. GP oh, okay. boots don't have steel caps because they're just right. cheapest but good quality boots that Army can supply. Gotcha. They're just like 90 bucks, but they're you know mass-produced shitty leather. Yeah. All right, so my roll canceled out, which leaves me at plus four, uh, and I'm going to invoke my smartest cloud in the room skill aspect. <laughs> you are the smartest cloud in the room. Yes. I will give it to you. To... I need to make a cloud enemy so that you can be the <laughs> hardest one Damn in the it. room. Uh, to bring me up to plus six. Is that enough? <laughs> that is Probably. more than enough. Their difficulty was two. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> it's a but signature aspect, so it doesn't cost me a Yeah, but you didn't know that. Uh, so, um, yeah, you can feel the radiation coming off of it uh, as he walks away. Um, okay. And then the guy in the suit pants orders a, a few drinks and waits for the next group of young, impressionable minds to come up to the club so that he can start getting them on his side. Once, uh, do they show up soon? Um, they will. Do you, it, it's going to be the same shit. No, no, basically I wanted to wait until they were there so he was distracted. So Okay, yeah, so you wait for a t- You could just wait till the fucking waitress is there because he'll be focused oh. on the waitress. Yeah, that works too. Uh, and then you leave. Um, so uh, you I'm going to tell Amriel the base now. Can yeah, we can we, say that, can we say that uh, the waitress comes over to take his order, and uh, he smiles at her, and then Greg wafts up, and she thinks he farted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he does that, he needs to make me a stealth roll to not be no, noticed by Michael. No. Uh, Damn. Uh, the, the other guy, the the tattooed guy, is George. Oh. With a J. George. Oh. Yeah, George. George Michael? I don't fucking know. George Michael's yeah. a recording artist. Yeah, I know who he is, but like, yeah. is that how he spells it? No, he spells no. it with a J. All right, so I float back to Amriel, relay, relay all that. Well, she heard the whole conversation. Yeah, I heard. I tell her about the tracking device I implanted in the guy's shoe. Oh, um, we need we need something to track that with, don't we? Do we have to get back to the mechanic shop, or can you do that? Um, can I do that? Do you have super senses? No. Then no. But it will leave a trail that's not going to decay right away. Um, yeah, so you can track it with like a Geiger counter or something, but like you yourself cannot track it just right. by your senses because you don't have right. any sort of supernatural sense aspect or no. attribute or tag or whatever. But we, yeah, we can go back to the garage and get a TKS to do something or strap a Geiger counter to my drone and have it. They, they probably have a radiation drone. I figured they do. Uh, so, yeah, everybody heads back home. Yeah, well, I don't want to push it anymore. I think we, uh, you know, fly back down and uh, Amriel walks us home. All right. Um, Yuri, you have a fun yep. time not drinking. Uh, we have a pleasant time. After three <laughs> beers, after three beers, uh, you convince uh, Kayuki to, to ride home. He, he doesn't get pulled over, so you don't get into a super-powered uh, motorcycle chase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, yeah, it did. Could go either way. Uh, and then you uh, guys head back. Um, you tell them about the uh, radiation thing, and they send up a drone, uh, and they track the radiation to a location. 
uh, a block west of uh, the Louvre. Okay. Damn it, wrong button. Well, we have an entrance point at least. Also, yeah. I'll replay the. I'll just replay the whole conversation for them. Um, apparently, they also have a colossus. Colossus. And they've been setting traps. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, he said that, oh, and then okay. <laughs> and then Takuma's like a colossus in a shocked, worried <laughs> voice. That is what they called it. Oh man, is that a non-specific large thing? No, it is not. It is a specific, specific large thing. <laughs> so, oh, is it specific? Like maybe big? Oh, he, he kind of, except diesel punk. Oh. Uh, diesel punk iron giant? Yeah. So, they were built... Oh, God. Uh, there were a few prototypes built by the Germans when they realized they didn't have uh, enough visible material uh, to make atomic bombs. So instead, they made atomic warriors uh, that used yeah, the radiation. Yeah, I've got the in my head now. They used the... the you, you, you're familiar with a pig generator? Uses the heat from decay to generate power? Mm -hmm. They basically yes. use pig generators in these colossus. So they're radioactive powered but they're not atomic powered but right. they're still fucking they're dirty bombs waiting to happen like they've they have alternate power systems as well to augment that so they can just fucking explode at random they've got like battles they've got like mortars for arms oh fucking god damn it a colossus they have a colossus well, Kaiyuki we so is just rubbing Takuma's back like it's gonna be okay, bro. Calm down. <laughs> we know about it now, which is the first step to avoiding the trap. <sighs> I don't have armor-piercing weapons in our arsenal because, like, not like tank-piercing. We've never come. <sighs> uh, out of character. How? When does the like? What day is it? And when does the race start? It is Friday morning now, like one a.m. Oh, and, and the race, the race starts, starts in like a few hours. Midday, <laughs> the tires um, arrive at two a.m. I can make I, us some I, tank piercing rounds. Greg, Greg, what I need? Yes, is a grapple. Like a grappling hook. Yeah, grapple. Ah, like that movie Star Wars. I think more like uh, Batman, to be honest. <laughs> I think I, wait, do you want an AT-8, uh, guys? Is that, is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, no. Well, I mean, in, in a, yes, in that it's a grappling hook. No, in that I don't want to rodeo it. Right, is this for is this for Yuri or for the car? Um, call me, Yuri. Call me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, let me check my skill because I can give it some qualities. I believe. Yeah, you can. You can make. I had. I had it open. Yeah, I did too, and then I closed it because I wanted Actually, to know I could, how I could was... potentially spend. Uh, I keep thinking because I can spend some of my um refresh to upgrade the car, which I might do this. Yeah. Between this. Um, yeah, the, so like, oh, to, make, to make a mechanical right. effect of Greg like fixing it all up, I think I might yeah. spend it to make it better. better. Alright, so my craft is Ascendant here. Uh, the player may spend a fate point once per session to give the character a theme-appropriate <laughs> work 
a piece of equipment with three improvements or add two improvements to an existing piece of equipment that lasts for the rest of the session. This yeah. sounds so for example, perfect. I was going to give two improvements to the car. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so is Yuri's samurai body considered a piece of equipment? No. Yep. Oh, okay, it is? So I've got it as a piece of equipment. Never mind what I said, then. <laughs> so it's, it's yeah, up so to you. I can either give you... Um, I guess the I could give you a piece of equipment with three improvements uh, that lasts forever, I guess, or I could just add two improvements to your body, but it would only last. Well, it says for the the rest of the session. I would assume yeah. that would carry out for like the rest we'll of the race. Rest of the adventure. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's that's up to you. All right, so it would really be like just, to use this, it would just need a looking at the improvements. It would just need an aspect, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know what page are the improvements on. Um, page one hundred and forty-nine. I was pretty damn close. I was on one hundred and forty-two. Oh, there we go. Deadly. Well, I can give it well-made, probably. Um, yep. Equipment grants a plus one bonus to one relevance. Because uh, it currently, it, my, my samurai suit currently has deadly, protective, and rugged. Mm. Oh, right. If I were to upgrade um, your suit, yeah. Um, so. I mean, alternative, I mean, you could, you could get like aspect and alternative use. Yeah. I guess then, I will give the uh, tires the aspect of the as aspect of all in capitals terrain. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So write that down. Every conceivable um, terrain tires. The car now has all terrain aspects. <laughs> Is that a permanent improvement or? We'll call that permanent the, because yeah, I'll call that permanent. Should I make it an aspect or just a skill? I think it's an aspect. For the car, specifically. Yep. Um, I jump on the wall and invoke all terrain. Well, basically, Finn, if you want, yeah. I could either like add, get, add, your, add a grappling gun to your suit or mm -hmm. make you a grappling gun. I think, you should, make, I think you should make him <laughs> a grappling gun. Yeah, I, I keep hearing that as in I become a grappling gun. <laughs> well, I mean, I could do that. I don't think that's exactly what you're going. Yeah, for. Let, let's get all Gen One Megatron on this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe making a piece of equipment is. Yeah. All right. So uh, Greg is going to spend some time to whip up. Uh, he's going to listen to Finn's specifications, and I will spend a fate point. He needs point. to be able to like mount onto my arm. Okay. I mean, you can just hold it. It'll be like a pistol. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we can just make a grappling gun. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Uh, okay, so is it uh, how many how many improvements do you get I, when you make? Because it? it's not because I'm making it new. It gets three improvements. All right, so you do that now because like we have enough time that we can do the race. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and then we can I spend well all of next run on the base. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like last uh, time. 
so we'll give it well made. So it grants a plus one bonus to one skill relevant to its operation. Chojo, Which Chozo would say improvement athletics? is taken. Oh, this counts as two improvements. Uh, so if you uh -huh. want to do that. Uh, um, yeah, because okay, well made and big... empowered cost a lot. Yeah. Uh, it would probably be well made and aspects, if you want. Yep. All right, that so sounds... it grants a plus one bonus. You pick. It's your, your grappling gun. I mean, I feel like athletics is relevant, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Athletics is climbing things. Okay. And yeah. then uh, an aspect. Uh, this it gains an aspect, but no fate points. Explosive propelled grap grappling hook launcher is the aspect. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For that sure. works. All right, I'm gonna write down this piece of equipment. It's got a little shotgun cartridge that you put into it before you fire it. <laughs> nice. Would I have time to also craft some like anti-tank rounds? Sure, except that um, TKS use beam weapons. Oh, well. Then you well, don't have time to function a particle cannon. Oh, you know what would have been great? A plasma gun. Oh. Yes, indeed. A plasma Oops. shell launcher would have been perfect. I have a flaming sword that can launch fireballs, and I also punch at uh, Ascendant tier. Yeah, that's pretty good. Fantastic. So we get to see right, demon so versus giant robot combat. So, uh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> so I have anyone else wants to do before the race line. Uh, I'm going to plan a little bit with Amriel because Greg has an idea. So Greg is not the best in combat per se, but uh, if we come across the Colossus, conceivably it would be in a large space because it is a large machine. So it's about the size of a large tank. Oh, okay. Still, that's sizable. So before or during Amriel's attacks, if she can fly me in my tube and like drop me on top of it, I can start to like melt into it and try to disable its interiors. If we're concerned about the radiation, could take care of that like through the you know eat the power core, and then we would have and also I mean the reason for me wanting a grapple is physical contact. I yeah. can what. The reason for I me can't... wanting a grapple is physical contact at range. Right. But yeah. What wait, what were you saying, Ray? I was I was singing a song because um your fly me in the tube sounded like fly me to the moon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um I, I can also I can also circle and like run defense and maybe like catch a few of those mortar rounds or block them because I can do that with my sword. I've never heard someone say catch a few of those mortar rounds as a positive <laughs> thing. <laughs> well, I could I have uh, I have parry plus unusual, so I can block things that can't be blocked. Yeah, you could do the samurai move where you slice the grenade in two and then it explodes <laughs> behind you. Mm. When yes. in reality, it would explode the minute you touch it. Yeah, so basically we can, we can plan out um, 
how we can attack. It also seems like there are going to be super-powered people inside the base. Right. Um, we may have to I mean, kill a bunch knowing, of children. Well, without knowing what their powers are, you can't really plan for that. Right. You've, yeah. My Maybe. plan is Amriel and Yuri. I mean, you meta-knowledge know that they have super-senses, so... Can I... Uh, you said I have time to craft another thing, right? If you, Can't you only do that thing once per session? Oh, fuck, yeah. Never mind. You, I mean, you can craft another thing, but you can only do the Ascendant tier version. Yeah, well, never mind. I was going to craft myself a combat drone. Yeah, no, I'll that's... That for next time. Unless you're making a Predator drone, which won't fit inside the base, no, because you'll well, need, like, superhuman level. Yeah, that's, yeah. Basically, thinking was a quadcopter with a gun, so I could at least shoot things. But uh, yeah, I will see that for next time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, next heat. Yeah. Uh, uh, as you guys are getting ready for the final thing, um, you guys fit the new tires, uh, and then you see the super team start suiting up. And it's at this point that you notice their, the jumpsuits that they've been wearing are not their race jumpsuits. You see them put on, like, these other things that are, like, they look really loose. And then when they put them on, they, like, uh, they shrink wrap onto their bodies. Um, <laughs> and then you see them, like, clip on, like, these shin guards and, like, these harnesses onto their, like, these six-point harnesses. Like, the kind you'd wear to, like do rock climbing or whatever, and then they've got, like, tool belts that go over that, and, like, um, shoulder-mounted grappling hooks. Uh, and then um, you see them look at these helmets that they have, um, and they sort of, and they just, and it looks like they're deciding whether to use them or not, and then they put them on, and they seal on. And they look like Power Rangers covered in climbing gear and gun belts, uh, and that's where you and that's where Yuri realizes he's seen those suits before. They are from super hyper powered teen squad elimination force, uh, which was a uh, Tokyo based super team. Uh, basically, Power Rangers. They're wearing right. Power Ranger suits. Heavily modified and covered in like um, slogans and uh, not slogans, but like brand names and shit. Because like they're a motorsports team, <laughs> no inch of them is without branding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Amriel's wearing a Amriel's wearing a stained grey hoodie with holes cut <laughs> in the back of it for her wings. Yeah, I'm picturing like there would be like this epic suiting up montage for them. It just cuts to the three of us sitting in the car waiting. Are you guys done? <laughs> I'm just like picking the music. Yeah, Embryo's got a power drill and is bolting Yuri's armor back on. <laughs> Hurry up! We're going to get to the race line! Honk honk! Uh, a, a representative from Raider Aid knocks on the um, metal door uh, to the garage and then steps in and is like, all right, guys, so this is the way we're going to start things off. Uh, 
You'll be given a five-minute warning before we get uh, underway, which is about an hour from now. Uh, and when that goes off, that means get in your cars and get ready. Uh, then you'll get a 60-second warning, and that's when you roll down the street to the start line. Uh, you guys are starting here. Uh, the other team, uh, the other super team, they're starting at the uh, other side of Paris. Uh, we've, we had them last night move down. Uh, to the other side, you'll be attacking the place. We won't be doing that uh, normal start-off thing. You'll just get the start, and you just power to the uh, to the base. Okay. Uh, so now there's, the reason there's not, not going to be that drive in one direction for a minute, and then another direction. Yeah, for 10 indeed, because that wouldn't work in a city. Yeah. Uh, okay. And also, yeah, uh, and they're like, uh, and also the other with two thing, teams. Yeah, and yeah. also with two teams, it's kind of pointless. And if, if they had one big starting area, it would probably be swarmed with cops. Yeah, Indeed. So that's so the, that's the reason for the five-minute warning. Uh, when you get that five-minute warning, that means that we've put everyone into position. Uh, when you get that 60-second warning, that means we've illegally blocked the street uh, and get down to the race line. Uh, <laughs> at the 30-second at marker, we're going to go to air. Uh, then we'll hit that one second. You guys will start racing, and uh, it's it's normal from there. Uh, we do have a few changes, as, uh, other changes as well, and he starts handing you guys GoPros. Uh, you guys are going to have to strap these to your bodies. Obviously, Greg can't. Uh, that to your, uh, your tube. Uh, yeah, considering the camera problem last time, now we know if your camera gets struck, you're probably dead. So... <laughs> Uh, you'll have the normal drone cameras following you, but we're going to do chest cameras again. Um, I haven't Is used TKS it in a few heats, but it, well, TKS have head cams because they send footage to one okay. another. So they just like they just have put a splicer on so that they mirror the signal. Yeah. Uh, and we've obviously got all the cameras on your car, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, I like those new t uh, tires you've got on there, Yuri. Thanks. All right, you guys look great. I'm going to go talk to TKS. Uh, don't forget to load your car up with Raider Aid. Uh, <laughs> I like point at the back seat with like three cartons of it. <laughs> yeah, what is what is the Parisian variety? We established oh, we that it was, oh, it was like a fruit orange. Soda, right? Yeah, yeah, it is citrus. Like oh, it just right. says citrus. It's just it's, like orange colored flavor. Yeah. Uh, while while we're waiting, can Greg examine the tires that were put on? I basically want to make sure that they don't have like a kill switch in them. So as soon as we're done with this race, TKS can just like blow up our tires. All right, make me a research check. I want to make sure that they're it's actually not a going research. To work. A super science check. It's not a research. Yeah. Um, all my rolls keep canceling out. Plus four. I mean that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, but you can tell that the meta material, the programmable meta material they're made of, has a lifespan, like a set lifespan. Gotcha. Whatever they did to like make the, it's got to be stable enough to work as a tire, but it also needs to be able to change its tread on a moment's notice. Uh, yeah. Whatever is allowing it to do that decays at a certain rate. So this tire has a lifespan of like two or three months. Okay, but it's not like it they could turns just to it off. mush. Yeah, they can't shut it off, but, okay. like, you can see how they're going to make money on this. Like, you use it for, like, two races and then need to replace the tire. Yep. Yeah. 
Okay. I will let Yuri know, but we should be good for this this rest. I mean, I yeah, assume cool. that like professional race teams don't reuse tires ever, but yeah, no, you know, base raiders have a different problem. Yeah, um, this is the... like a million dollar tire. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to replace it every fucking two months, and you have to replace four of them. Yeah, that can get a little pricey. Um, as the whatever the PR guy goes over there, um, Yuri turns to these guys while we're waiting in the car, and I um, and says, "Yeah, look, look, guys, we've I've given TKS my word that we're not gonna we're gonna fuck with them." while we're working together. Um, and equally, I think once we hit base, we shouldn't just, we shouldn't just burn more bridges necessarily. We now do need this, to win. Yeah. Out, out of character, the, the super team up, we captured the base together, right? It's not like we no, get to the base. No, we team up until we get to the base. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so wait, is that how it goes? Let me just check my notes on super team up. What it says, team up yeah, until you reach the base. Must work together until they have located and entered the base. Okay, so once um, we get in the base, then it's free for all. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have told them about that Colossus. Yeah. Well, but we Yuri, you're saying that you it. shouldn't burn the bridges when you get there, right? Well, just... uh, yeah. What I'm saying is that we shouldn't just flat out try and take them out as soon as we step in the door. Like, it might be easier trying to get through a bit further with them. Or at least, again... Wait till they're weakened from the fight with the Colossus. Exactly. exactly. Or, I mean, we might have a case where all four of us reach the oh, at the same time. Oh, wait a minute. Duh. Duh. Uh, 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 Greg suddenly has an epiphany while we're sitting in the car. <laughs> Why are we going to fight the Colossus? All we have to do is get Yuri to touch it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what why Yuri got for. the grappling hook. Uh, Very so clever, Yuri. It's going to yeah. be good. I mean, Finn did explain that. Um, oh, I, get, I didn't hear that. You get the five-minute warning. And Ayumi walks over to you uh, as the other two are doing the final checks on their car. And they're like, uh, all right, so we're going to be lead car. Um, do you guys want to put one of your guys in ours and one of us in you? I mean, I'm going to be driving, so like, Yuri, yeah, are you so going to, you know what you're up to? You know how this is going to play out? Yeah, I'm pretty good at winging it. All right, so Kayuki's the navigator. Uh, He'll take lay out a path for us. Sure, yeah. I can put, I can put te, uh, Takumi in your car. Yeah, Amrail, right. is it gonna be is it gonna be you or me in the other car? Well, here's I feel the like thing. Amrail up front's good. I'm I'm less likely to uh, get hot headed and kill everyone. Mm. However, I don't speak their language, so yeah, uh, true. All right, Greg, you're up. Greg will go with TKS Supersports. Oh, great. <laughs> Amrail Amrail says in Aramaic, "Hey fart, hey fart thing." Yes. Don't, don't get hot headed and kill everyone. I I don't have a head. I will <laughs> ensure one survives. <laughs> I do not have a head, and I am completely capable of maintaining a neutral temperature throughout my body. <laughs> yes. 
uh, Takuma jumps in the back. He's like, holy crap, your car is way too spacious. There's not much leg room. <laughs> it's still way more spacious than... Actually, it occurs to me Kayuki would probably be in this car because like, Takuma might need to randomly reach gear the engine or something. Mm-hmm. So, Kayuki and Kayuki can be a navigator from anywhere. In fact, Kayuki can aim the shotgun lasers on the front of the um of this TKS car from anywhere. Cause Wi-Fi. Cause well, oh, I think Greg can too. <laughs> Thankfully, Greg doesn't have the access codes, but I wouldn't put it past you uh, to be like, I'm yeah, gonna hack it. This is an interesting point that I, Yuri hasn't thought about previously. Yeah. I just I just realized I can hack their car. Yep. I can be their car. Yeah, you can be their car, and then we need to <laughs> start up a new car. <laughs> uh, let's roll. Uh, the 60-second yeah. timer goes down, and you open the doors. You see that the street's been closed. There's like a big uh, dump truck, like a garbage truck, sorry, uh, mm-hmm. at the far end, uh, and you see... Uh, uh, someone running across the road with a spray can, uh, like hundred meters down in the other direction. Uh, and there's like a bunch of there's like a gang of motorcycle like enthusiasts, not like bikers, just like yep. people on like road bikes and stuff, chatting away. You hear like somebody beeping a horn, like I need to get through. I'm late for work. Just like oh. uh, fuck you, man. We're having a rider meetup. Cool. But he's late like for work at noon. <laughs> Whatever. French. He's a ship worker. He's a ship worker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He works, okay. he works second shift. Yep. Yeah, he's a baker. He's a pizza <laughs> delivery guy. Like, hundreds yeah. of jobs where he could be going in at noon. <laughs> he's having a half day. Not <laughs> so many reasons. Um, yeah, I, like, slam it into reverse and then, like, pull out into the street and then, like, handbrake turn around. <laughs> bunch of people cheering you see uh you see some people in like sunglasses and large hats standing on the side of the road quietly cheering because like like, they're premium members that don't want to get arrested (laughs) i'll switch the like rear tires to low grip and then just do a really good burnout (laughs) (laughs) he's like all right guys calm down we've got the we've got 45 (laughs) seconds and when we all pull ahead so i can follow behind uh, good point. Abriel pops out her iPhone and uh, takes a pre-race selfie with everybody in the car. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, labels. Um, she will. She will tweet it and and uh, label it uh, Yuri, Amriel, and hostage. <laughs> do you do you geo do you uh, geo tag it? Does it say yes. taken in Paris? I mean, you've, it, it, now's the time. Um, you, as you do that, you actually realize that you. I have my T-shirt on inside out. You actually realize that you have a um, uh, a message from Alex. Do you open it? Uh, voicemail or text? It's text message. All right, I will uh, open it and see what it says. It is a salacious selfie. Oh. He must have sent it to you a few minutes ago, before the race started. And as you look at it, Kuki uh, whistles and says, that's a, that's a nice picture. 
<laughs> I will pull your lungs out through your nostrils if you continue to look at it. All right, calm down, man. I didn't know you were going to be looking at nudes. <laughs> he says into his computer. Amriel, head of the game. <laughs> right. She puts her phone away. It's like you haven't even seen high school music. You don't send a reply. <laughs> You're um, a braver man than I to ignore someone's nude selfie. Um, I actually, you know what, Amriel? Amriel will text back, text back a heart, and say, um, "With the boys right now, can't exactly pull a boob out." <laughs> <laughs> or I, or I'd send you one back. Uh the 30-second alarm goes off. Uh, Kiyuki uh, sort of, like, slams both of your heads. Like, lightly sort of, like, tapping us. Like, all right, let's get our heads on. What's it like in the TKS car? Pretty much the same. Uh, you see them sort of st stand for a minute, like, oh. Um, and then Ayumi taps his brother's head awkwardly like they're not used to being the ones to have to do that <laughs> you don't know why they're awkwardly tapping each other's heads it must be a, a, a human ritual for the start of an uh, important event maybe it's a Japanese thing uh, mm, that's probably it uh, Ayumi's taken off his helmet uh, and like it's in his brother's lap and you see him uh, put like a bandana on uh, to sort of hold his hair back and stuff and keep sweat out of his eyes. And he's like, all right, focus. Be the car. All right. And then the alarm goes off and he's just fucking slamming down the street. You see the motorcycles part uh, and... Uh, a, and the uh, TKS car just barely misses this French uh, civilian as he tries to cross the road uh, in his car. Oh. He's trying to cross the T intersection. Uh, and then the Datsun 10,000, I assume, slams up behind him and just misses his tail. Mm -hmm. uh, and you guys are off. You're heading towards the Louvre. Um Kayuki's like, all right, so we're gonna have to jump on the uh, jump on what the middle ring road uh, for a little bit. That's gonna be where we get spotted, and that's gonna be where we get cops on our tail. You guys got countermeasures for that? Drive fast. I uh, I look back and <laughs> I look back and I say, "You're looking at the countermeasures," and I wave. <laughs> All right, I'll tell the others. Uh, he says something in Japanese on the radio. And then uh, in the other car, Greg, uh, you see uh, Takumi uh, open up like a panel on the front. And he's like, All right, so we're gonna, when we get to the middle ring road, uh, we're going to launch a bunch of countermeasures. What that means is decoy drones and grenades. Uh, those oh. grenades are going to be filled with uh, gas. So. Should dissuade oh, the cops good. from following us. Um, yeah. What kind of gas? Oh, uh, you know, tear gas of our own concoction. Good. No needless death. Stolen from the meta meteorologist. He liked to use a lot of gas grenades. Hmm. You know. Supervillains, they're weird. <clears throat> All right. Yes, they are. 
Uh, so drive checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you peel onto the middle ring road and it's like clogged with people trying to drive around France. There's public buses and trucks and cars everywhere. Uh-huh. I just got a perfect roll. Eight. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> damn. You are dancing between the raindrops that are cars. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, 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 okay, oh, wow. Oh, man, it's just like being with Aubi. You are fucking reckless. I'm going to, like, cut it, yeah, like, as fine as possible at all opportunities. It's good footage. It's good B-roll. Uh, and then you see the pol- a police motorcycle turn on its sirens and desperately try to keep pace with you. Uh, and then a bunch of French words are said over the loudspeaker. Uh, Greg, in the other car, you hear a fr- police officer say, uh, please pull over to the side of the road. You both, uh, b- both of you, both of you, you're breaking the speed limit. <laughs> I, I say to the I like, they I like would like us to pull my... over. He's like, you um, think? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna like wave around and like slow down just enough so that the the, the motorcyclist like can come beside me, and I like lower the car down to his level, and then just hand him a Raiderade through the window. <laughs> like you sort of <laughs> half toss it. Yeah. <laughs> and he like fumbles and catches it one handed, and then the bike swerves and he crashes. Uh, he'll and, uh, have a few click broken and point bones and zoom off. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> You see a, uh, you, you get another message, uh, Amriel. Uh-huh. Um, you hear your phone go off, uh, as you're speeding down the road and then you see a helicopter pop up, uh, from over the horizon, uh, and in the, and in your rear view lights and up ahead, uh, review mirror, sorry, and up ahead, you guys see police lights as car police cars pull onto the freeway from all directions. <laughs> I like look across to Emeril and I said, Emeril, sex later, distraction now. Uh, fine, do you want me to handle the, the cops or the helicopter? The helicopter, please. All right, Emeril uh, rolls down the window and kicks off and takes flight. How do you deal with the sudden weight shift, says uh, Kayuki. Uh, I mean, not to be rude, but Embriel's got dense demon muscle, so I assume she's heavy. Mm. The hydraulics help. Cool, cool. But there's cool. Def- I think there's definitely a thing where, like, yeah, she kicks off and the car just, like, does a little hop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Kayuki sort of points up ahead and uh, says, well, here comes uh, our countermeasures. And you see, like, a bunch of cylinders stick out of the side of the car um, like on a 45 degree angle and then you see canisters launch out of them and then suddenly up ahead is enveloped in white smoke with little (laughs) silvery glinting parts in it Uh, so there must be chaff in there Uh, make me a driving roll to drive blind because you won't be able to see what you're trying to not crash into. Five. Well, 
you're you're a pretty pretty intelligent car. I'll 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 I like switch back. I switch down into the into the car itself, mm-hmm. um, and like hunker down to the road so I can sort of try and like cut through it a bit. Nice. Uh, yeah, you're dodging and weaving. Emriel, there's a helicopter. And below you is a sea of white smoke with li- little silvery bits. It reminds you uh, uh, It reminds you of Rome. Other than the helicopter. Um, Other than the helicopter. So, yeah, uh, Amriel, Amriel flies um, toward the helicopter... Uh, making making sure not to get caught in the wash of the blades, um, and she's going to try to use her demon scariness to uh, scare the living crap out of the pilot and the occupants, if there are any other occupants. Yeah, there's there's two guys in the in the actually there's three, as you see the guy uh, someone open a side door on the helicopter and he's oh, got like got a, a sniper rifle. I've got a door gunner. Oh, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a marksman. It's not like a minigun. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't Spec Ops the line. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, didn't we already do this part? <laughs> so let's see. All right. Uh, I am at plus four. To terrify? Yeah. Um, Are you focusing so, on you know what? I'm gonna. I'm going to. Um, feel free to have me re-roll this. Is is the helicopter open on both sides? Sure. Or just just one side. Let's I, go with both sides because I think I know what you want to do, and I want to see yeah. it. Amriel wants to swoop through the helicopter and grab the door gunner. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna hawk him. Yeah. All right. Hey, that eagle just took our door gonna. Uh, all right. Yeah, you you could do that with that same roll. Um. All right. So yeah, I'm you, at plus four then. You like dive through, fold your wings, and grip him by the shoulders, and just fucking yank him out the other side. Right. Uh, and the planes that the copter sort of bobs a bit swerves to one side and then starts to spin because uh, the helicopter pilot lost his composure and helicopters are the hardest things on the planet to fly uh he's trying to like gain composure uh down below uh you are near the edge of this smoke cloud when you see a armored vehicle. It looks like a smaller version of the Valkyrie's truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's blue and it's got like, it's like a tank with like truck wheels. Uh, and it's got like a battering ram on it. And it like emerges out of the smoke at highway speed. Uh, and just clips the tail of TKS's car, and they sort of swerve, do a few donuts, and then rip straight ahead uh, back onto the line. And then now this thing is right next to you. <laughs> uh, you're both. You're driving parallel. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You see a. You see the driver. 
uh, through the uh, inch-thick plate of glass, and he's got, like, um, night vision goggles on, and you see him pull them up and look to you. Uh, you just see his determined eyes. Bloodshot <laughs> from the tear gas, probably. Is this a French police car? Uh, it's like a it's like a battering ram car, like the like a like, like a, the like kind a of thing riot vehicle kind yeah, of thing, like the kind of thing you use to get into a besieged bank when okay. someone's taken the whole populace hostage in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I flick back up to the samurai and give him a thumbs up. Nice. Um. Oh. Yeah, you know what? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm essentially gonna swerve towards him, and then like hop, hop my side wheels, and then like essentially side mount the the, the thing. The, nice. The the tank car. You're gonna try and jump onto it. I will drop an image in the chat. Uh, this is a Chinese one. Um, hang on, view image. Uh, copy. <clears throat> uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you, oh, can find, okay, okay. Yeah, you can find yeah, that, yeah. listeners, by Googling ramming and SWAT, and you'll see a bunch of cars. Like the one Hans Terrace blew up in Die Hard. Yeah. Yes, actually. That is a better one. Uh, the one you are picturing would be a better way to envision it. Uh, yeah. That is closer to what I am thinking. But yes. Uh, so make me that roll, Greg. Uh, not Greg, the other one, Yuri. Yuri. Yes. And there is a difficulty to this, but you won't know that until after you roll. That's fine. I get seven. This is drive, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's seven. It's like, oh, yeah, you beat the three difficulties. Do, do, do. Since you, you are now you got four above it, that's like a critical success. Yeah, you're yeah, you on the spin, so you're, you're on the armored car. You can cause an effect on, armor, on it. I will then the swap swap out of the samurai into the car, then down into the armored car. All right, you're in the armored car. Um, it's not super powered. There's no way for it to defend. No, that's fine. Um, uh, Briefly, like getting a sense of my surroundings, it it assumedly has some sorts of countermeasures. Uh, it has smoke launchers too. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have any weapons on it because it's meant for getting into buildings. It's not even. It doesn't even have. It just has the drivers. Like there's not even like a like troop compartment. Yep. Okay. Something to get into a building full of terrorists. Um, yeah, so my, uh, yeah, essentially the Datsun is like mounted on it and like cruising. Um, they prob it probably isn't even intended for this purpose. They probably tuned it up because they're like, yeah, they're definitely going to hit Paris. So yeah. let's make a fast ramming car. We know okay. what cars they have. Okay, um, I mean, I'm in full control of this vehicle. I'm just going to, like, floor it. Yeah. Um, and then, independently, like, once we're, like, going a decent speed, only a very short amount of time later, though, like, a couple of, like, floor yeah. it for a couple of seconds. 
mm-hmm. um, and then lock the front brakes. Um, I will say this as well because it may change your decision. You are mm-hmm. on a raised part of the ring road, like oh, yeah. a raised freeway. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, you may get someone killed there. Also, <laughs> well, it was more that he might want to drive it off the fucking. Yeah, I don't want to drive well, it off yeah. there because that's more likely. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, so as you set that up, Emriel, how's it going up with it up there? Um, well, I guess I've got a screaming person uh, dangling from my grip. Yeah, what do you do with this Frenchman? Um, well, what what is the helicopter doing? Are they... uh, it's it's trying to not crash. It has lost. It's they've definitely lost track of you guys, like the cars. All right. You. Um, in that case, I think Amriel is going to swoop low and uh, drop him once he's a couple of, you know, like a survivable falling distance. There's a canal. All right. <laughs> That's survivable. That yeah. is totally. Uh, does Does he still have his gun, or is he? Did he drop that? He dropped that. <laughs> that gone. He's probably got <laughs> yeah. like a pistol in his hip or something. All right. Um, in that case, yeah, Amriel, Amriel will uh, will swoop down and and drop him, and just uh, keep an eye on the uh, on the helicopter to see if they right themselves. Uh, they do. Know, they know do, and immediately land on the freeway. All right. In that case, uh, Amriel is going to uh, be the be the eye in the sky for the the super team and and follow them in the air. Yeah, you see that there's a few um, little uh, drones following you. They're TKSs, just by the way that they look like heaps good, <laughs> as opposed to like store-bought DGI Phantoms, which the <laughs> French would have, I assume. Um, Probably. And you see a, a few of the camera spheres as well, the weird magic levitation spheres. Uh, following, um, uh, yeah, you know, there's not a lot for you to do up here at the moment, though, Amriel. Okay. Um, would you like uh, a compel? Uh, sure. What's uh, what's? Th- oh, you want me to check my phone? No, no. <laughs> uh, the me in team. Okay. Um. There's not a lot for you to do. This is boring. You're not the center of attention in this moment because, like, there's a nice pursuit race down on the freeway. Um, everyone's attention is on the two cars. Like, driving a car is hard. Try flying and attacking a guy in a helicopter. Got a truck and dive, dive bomb through the doors and hope not to break your wings on the other side. I mean, you're just underappreciated. All right, I'll take it. So you get a fate point if you do something to make this scene all about you. Um, all right. In that case, Amriel is going to. Um, hmm. Are there are there any cops ahead of the two cars? Yes, there's. Uh, they've, they've feebly tried to set up a roadblock. <laughs> all right. They have so, two like large. SWAT APCs with like machine guns on top. They've probably got like dum dum rounds, but those things still fucking hurt and can in fact kill people. 
in that case, I can think of nothing showier than Amriel manifests her sword, reaches up into the sky, and just pulls out a flaming sword, uh, and then swoops down and takes point between the two cars, uh, and, you know, keeping matching speed with them as they rocket toward this roadblock. Uh, and she lets out a terrifying demon warrior yell. Right. So you see Emriel swoop down as you lock the brakes on the SWAT ramming like, car. I essentially want to, like, yeah, like, floor it and then, like, swerve the car just a little bit and lock the front brakes so it, like, elegantly tipped rolls over. And the Datsun sort of flies off the top. And the Datsun then just, like, jumps off because then I'll switch back into the... Yeah, okay, so make me a drive check to... Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Four. Nice. Uh, so you leap off uh, and sort of skid as you land and then pull up straight and there's fucking... What is Emriel doing? Is Emriel meant to be taking out that helicopter? Oh, wait, there's no helicopter. Oh, there's a helicopter. Oh, good work. Uh, Greg, how's it going up oh. in the lead car? Um... I'm going to check Twitter. Yeah? Uh, we're, I know we're not allowed to monitor the broadcast, but we can, like, check other media stuff, right? Yeah, yeah you can check Twitter feeds. That's allowed because, okay. uh, yeah, you can't so, keep planning if you yeah. watch that. So basically what I would like to do is check Twitter um, and see where people's geotags are. I'm assuming that people are posting about this crazy thing on the highway that we're doing. Um yeah, normally, there's a, normally there's a lot of selfies of people like uh, near the race course or whatever, like as the car goes by getting selfies. This is yeah. a lot of people taking selfies in bars with the thing on behind, like they have <laughs> like, like paid a bar keeper to put the, the show on. Uh, no, not necessarily looking for the show, but like people on the street would be taking pictures of the, oh, yeah, know, there's the fucking cars flipping friend. and... Uh, trending, uh, superpowered terrorist attack in Paris is like yeah. a trending. <laughs> I don't know what it would be called. So basically, um, I, I know where we are. I want to find the tweets um, from like the other side of the city and see if I can figure out. Uh, basically, I want to correlate the geotags to the map and then figure out where the other team is going. See if, like, do they know they have to go to the Louvre or are they going somewhere else? Uh, there's a lot of stuff about you guys because you've got all these cop cars following yeah. you, and then you find buried amongst that a tweet, a few tweets where someone's like, "Holy shit! This truck, this like tank, just plowed through a building," and you see the Valkyrie's armored yeah. APC just like it's a blurry still frame of their vehicle launching itself out of a cafe. <laughs> they just, it was. It was too tight a turn, apparently, and they're like, nah, fuck it, and just went straight <laughs> through the cafe instead. Yeah. So Because APCs don't do handbrake turns. No. How weird. Uh, so I basically, I want to see, are they heading towards the Louvre? Is what I want to try uh, to find out. It's hard out. to tell. They're heading, they're heading towards the middle-ish section of... Not, not just from that picture. I mean, like, I want to look at a few other tweets. And see. It's too early in the race to tell. Like, okay. you guys are... No one would be close to the Louvre because I'm, yeah, the Louvre is in the central-ish part of. Not that they would be Paris. close to the Louvre, but like, I want to find a tweet that from where started and then one from like a they're, few they're, blocks they're, away. They're heading towards the center of Paris. Is all you can all right. get. 
from. Then I'm gonna. But I'm gonna. That, I'm gonna... that doesn't mean they're heading towards the Louvre because, yeah. like, there's heaps of stuff in there's the a, center. There's a lot in the center of Paris. Uh, then I'm gonna keep monitoring that and like Facebook and news news chat. See if I could try to extrapolate where they're going. Um, it's not not really clear. I'm just gonna check that the Louvre is towards the center of Paris because that could be awkward. Yeah, it's within the. <laughs> It's within the inter innermost ring road. There's three ring roads in yeah. Paris, and it's within the innermost one. It's pretty much fucking right in the center of Paris. I didn't realize. <laughs> no, I mean I know it's not going to be. It's not going to necessarily be right now, but just like yeah, as, as we're progressing, the Louvre is practically the center point of all of Paris. Like as I'm looking at this map, like. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize it was practically the center. <laughs> oh, well, doesn't I mean, matter why do you think the Illuminati built the giant pyramid there? That's a good point. Mm. Because Tom Hanks asked them to, I assume. Yeah. Uh, sweet. So, Amriel, what are you doing? Um, I guess I'm plowing head, head first through that roadblock you were mentioning before. Yeah, a storm of bullets uh, start up. Uh, Greg, you see, um, you see a few bullets like hit the glass on the uh, window of the car you're in, um, and they sort of glow purple for a second, uh, and the glass sort of bends. Uh, like a slow moving ripple, like when you drop a stone into a a pool of water, it's like that, but slowed down. So the glass mm -hmm. that makes up the windshield is some kind of weird ass metamaterial. Of course it is. Um, Amriel, continue as you Amriel. swing through the swarm of bullets. Yeah, um, she is going to. She wants to clear a path for her compatriots, so she's going to try to do just that, drive the, the cops or whoever away so that they can get through. You need to do it in a flashy way, right? Or you want yeah. to? Yeah. Might I suggest picking up one of the cop cars and throwing it on top of the other? Okay. So yeah, Amriel will touch down and just Starts, you know, physically moving things out of the way. Yeah, so you pick up a cop car and throw it onto another one. Um, and that makes an opening, but there's these two big SWAT trucks with, like, fucking turrets on top. It's like payday game. <sighs> payday. Um, can, I, can I just, like, shove those out of the way? Uh, sure. It'd be easier if you had some momentum. All right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Amriel will flap her wings to get some height um, and then swoop down. And uh, make me an attack? Yep. All right. Let's see this here. Boop. All right. Uh, I'm at plus five. Yeah, so you, like turn yourself into a cannonball and fucking slam into the side of this SWAT truck and it uh, pushes back and then tips over so 
It's still sort of pretty much in the same position where it was in the sense that um, it hasn't like moved from one side to the other. It's just been pushed back further from the line. So the opening you've made is like an S-bend okay. uh, through the roadblock, which makes for good television. Definitely. Uh, um is the, the I'm, I'm guessing the guy in the turret is is not no longer uh, on top of the. He's no longer conscious. Yeah, is the important thing. Yeah, uh, and then you see the guy in the other truck turn the turret, and like you see him like struggling to prime the handle, like it must have jammed. All right, Amriel um, is gonna give him just. One of one of her terrifying, you know, roars and and brandish her sword at him. Uh, he like pulls out like his pistol and just starts unloading hollow points. Well, he wouldn't unload hollow points because they're illegal in every other fucking civilized world. He unloads bullets. All right, Amriel's gonna parry those. <laughs> of course, Amriel is because Amriel's fucking badass. <laughs> So he's shooting at me, and I'm just like holding up my sword, knocking the bullets aside, yep. walking, walking, and then flying towards him. Yep. And then the TKS car swerves round, and uh, the tail sort of scrapes against the turned-over SWAT car, and then they accelerate off. Yuri, make me a drive check, which I'm pretty confident you're going to pass. Two. Oh wow! Like you almost didn't. Yeah, uh, but you ju- you you Up also scrape your ass against the uh, the SWAT car, uh, and then rip raw down the freeway. And then Kyoki's like, "There's our exit," <laughs> and your exit is a looks like somebody else crashed their car earlier uh, this week because there's two like plastic. Um, road barriers, like, you know how you have those concrete barriers and then there's, like, the plastic versions of them? Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's two of those blocking a hole where someone else has crashed off the motorway. Googie's <laughs> uh, like, there's our exit. And you see TKS, uh, TK, the TKS car, like, go over it uh, and uh, land in a park. Like a, like a garden. Uh, and then, Yuri, do you follow suit? Hell yeah. Do you do anything to make give it a little flair? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. I'll give you a moment to think about that. Amriel? Yes. Did you, did you kill this cop? Um, she's not killing the cop. She's gonna wait until he's firing the gun empty, and then take it, take it from him and just crush it in one hand. So you like jump up on top of the thing, and then you just yeah. pull the yank the gun out of his hand and crush it. And it's, uh, he says something under his breath, and like not under his breath, he says something uh, out of breath in French. Like the he he says words, but he doesn't have enough air in his body to make sound. All right, and then I hand the gun back to him, and I give him a little nod, and then I fly after my friends. <laughs> uh, you get a fight point. Uh, Yuri, how you going? 
Um, how far is a drop is it? Ten meters at most. This is this part of the road was starting to go back into normal ground level. Yep. Yeah, why not? Let's try and <laughs> chuck a chuck a flip. Yeah, so you like, so, like push one um, hydraulic leg down. No, uh, yeah, it's gonna be like so as I like slip off the edge as the front wheels like clear the edge of the road i'm gonna like have the back two wheels like push off so the car like ah, flips over so you're gonna flip end over end as opposed to barrel yes. one of barrel roll aileron roll uh, right. and also also holding a holding a radar aid <laughs> what? Uh, having okay. having the samurai like locked in perfect position in the car. In the okay, car he sees you about to go over the edge. He's like, "Oh shit!" And you see, you grab a Raider raid <laughs> and like rip the can open and hold it near his head as you fly <laughs> over. And Raider raid pours all over him. Ah, <laughs> uh, and he like shakes his head like he's in a shampoo co commercial. Do the other teams have sponsorships with Raider Aid too, or is it just us? All teams have sponsorships they with did. Raider Aid. Okay, we're the only uh, ones who have Guten Airbend. Yeah. Uh, so, so Gresham La, La Orleans had a sponsorship with Gresham International. TKS has a sponsorship with TKS Motorcore, among yeah. many other things. Uh, I think TKS also has a sponsorship with Dimension Gate Games and X-Ray Eyewear. Um, extreme sunglasses for extreme base raiders. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, don't know if anybody actually has a sponsorship with... You know what? I bet that... I bet the True Survivors has a, have a sponsorship with Briscoe's and the Meat Shack. Because <laughs> why wouldn't they? Uh... And TKS also has a sponsorship with Vulcan Tires, because I remember them mentioning it. Well, uh, yeah. In the first game. So they're probably making those tires for Vulcan. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so you do that cartwheel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you land in the park. Uh, and you see a little alert pop up on the dashboard that says, Would you like to reconfigure the tires for off-road? And, like, you uh, see that park ends in 100 metres. <laughs> no. You have chosen not to reconfigure the tyres. Are you sure this is the correct decision? Uh. <laughs> I, like, no, just no, like, I swap into the car and then just disable all alerts. Nice. <laughs> you turn off the fucking Perfect wheel. Alerts off. No, no, no. No, good. <laughs> yeah, Takuma hates uh, hates that too. Uh, but you know, Vulcan asked, and, and you need a way to. If it's gonna be in everyone's car it, uh, anyway. Yeah, well, you know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, that's uh, cancelled. Hemreal, uh, <laughs> are you sure you want to cancel all alerts? <laughs> yes, um, Amriel, I guess you know having having single-handedly, you know, help the super team through that roadblock, um, is going to once again take point and fly ahead and uh, head toward the um, location where we're headed. Uh, how far away are we at this point? I mean, a few, like, within the hour, easy, within the next half hour, easy. Uh, and that's when uh, Takuma comes over the cons. He's like, uh, does anybody have... Uh, eyes on 
the other super team. Um, and none of our drones uh, can see them. Uh, but we've only got near coverage. I haven't spread out over all of Paris because that's like... I mean, we've already made a terrorist attack. Uh, uh, have I picked up anything else on my, my search? Um, yeah, you see uh, that um, a... You see them uh, rip through a construction site uh, and leap on top of, like, a block of buildings and, like, drive along a, bo- a bunch of, like, four-story houses, like, row houses type things okay. in their fucking APC. So, like, the buildings are collapsing behind them. Uh, right. And then you see down on the road, you see the true survivors are like, holy crap, these guys are just destroying Paris. And the Raider Aid board execs are like, well, we're going to pull out of Paris, all right? Sell all of our... <laughs> Sell all of our bottling plants. Um, we are going to be banned from France. Uh, start drafting the legal legal yeah. uh, documents. Uh, um, we're going to be in. We're going to be in. Uh, we're going to be in Brussels next month. I imagine. <laughs> so uh, can I plot like? Because I so I had the picture where they were before and where they are now. So that's like two points. So can I plot like the direction they're moving? Is it toward the Louvre? They are. They are. They are just now with on the inside of the inner ring road, uh, which means that they they are definitely going to the center of the Paris uh, of Paris. Yeah. They are not heading towards the Eiffel Tower, so probably the Louvre. Are they I mean, closer than we are? They are like five minutes ahead of you, so you might need to change your route. I, I will relay this information. Uh, shit. Uh, I don't know how to shave five minutes off this fucking route, man. Uh, Can he, I... He pushes the uh, uh, a map notification to you, Greg. Um, I kind of, like, shout out my shoulder. I'm like, could we... Can we reach them before they reach the base? Oh, you want to try uh, to take them out? Uh, might be an offensive game. Uh, you think that there might be a way to do that if all the bridges are north, north, if all the bridges west, no, east, if all the bridges west of the, uh, Orangiri Museum were destroyed then they would have to head towards the Eiffel Tower and the bridges near it to get to the other side. There's no way that APC can jump the sign. Uh-huh. So if you send Emriel ahead to destroy a bunch of bridges... How many bridges are we talking? Um, five. Jesus. Four. Um, so, do we want to commit to a terrorist attack on Paris? I mean, you've already committed. As long as no one dies. Yeah, that's going to be harder to do. Um, <laughs> while Amriel's doing that, can I try to plot us a faster route? There's no faster route. There with, is no faster route. Okay. Yeah, like... The, without going straight through buildings. Yep. It'd probably which, be easier to destroy the... It'd probably be easier to destroy the bridges if you took Greg, because that means you can like drop 
him onto one while you deal with the other, then pick him up, take him to the next set, because they okay. are pretty much in sets of two. All right. I mean, I'm basically holding the fury of the Old Testament God in my hand, so I can <sighs> pretty easily destroy a bridge. Or I guess we just take the base of it after them, just behind them. Yeah, I mean, I you mean could... it's a team call. Let's take care of think. They are nervous about never being able to do business in France and also being, you know, sued by an entire government for being... Mm -hmm. That that degree of structural damage isn't really my jam. Yeah, here's the other thing. If we let them get to the base first, they get the brunt of superpowered neo-Nazi attack. They also have to... They also stop working together as soon as they get there. Yeah, the right. Valkyries are not... Where they're no longer keep... fighting two of them at once. The Valkyries are definitely not going to work with the true survivors. I, when, I when say, they don't I have say to. We, let them, we let them get there first and then pick up the pieces. Yep, let's do I it. I think it could play to our advantage. They get there first, they get the brunt of the counterattack... There's another way to get ahead of them, or at least to try and close the gap. You could get onto the train line. Because mm-hmm. train right. lines tend to go in straight lines. That won't end horribly at all. So you yeah. just need to find a railway station, and then you fucking drive down the entrance staircase. Have you seen the Italian job with Mark yeah. Wahlberg? Yes. Yeah, you pull it. You yeah. drive down. You do pull an Italian job. That's doable. Let's do that. I mean, yeah, sure. We get hit by a train. Greg's not dying. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I think the only people that would die in that instance would be TKS, to be honest. Although they've got super, they've got Power Ranger suits, so really they just explode in sparks. Mm. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't be too good for Yuri, because any machine he could jump into would be severely injured. Even the train. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, he jumps into the train and then he jumps into the tracks because really the whole train line is a machine. I guess that's true. Yeah. It's like when you sleeve um, into a habitat in eclipse phase. It's all like, yeah. it's overpowering. You can't discern all this information. <laughs> and then we lose, yeah. Yuri loses his consciousness because he is the entire <laughs> of the train line. Yeah, it's like, like, trade like, network. like when the major uploads herself to the internet. <laughs> I, I gain the aspect, make the trains go on time. <laughs> <laughs> you, become, you become a train watcher. You become obsessed. <laughs> it's all I am. Uh, cool, so... let's catch a train. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, Yuri, route us to the nearest station. Uh, I I route us to the nearest station. All right, let me zoom in on these train lines. There is a train station uh, not too far from you because you're in that park that I mentioned. All right, there we go. Uh, Yeah. So you get to the train line, and the, or rather to the train station, and TKS like have a drone up ahead, and they're like, there's a lot of people coming in and out of this subway. Uh, Amriel will run D and clear the people away. Uh, terrify the shit out of them. 
All right. How close are you to the cars when you say, I'm going to go do this? Um, I think I was taking point, so fairly close. Why? Um, Kayuki uh, screams over the comm, If we're going to do a terrorist attack, we might as well break some of the rules. Come give me a hand. And he opens the door to the Datsun and like leans out with his arm up towards the sky. Alright, so uh, Amriel will take his hand and where am I taking you? Just take me to the fucking place and we'll do this together. Alright. I will I will fly him over to the train station. And as you're flying him into as you guys get close, uh, flying down the narrow Parisian streets, he pulls a laser pistol out and you just see him start like shooting at windows. <laughs> And, like, sparks of light going everywhere. And then you hear, like, a megaphone voice come from his chest uh, in French. Uh, would Emeril know French? Um, I don't know. I don't have any of the... Um, yeah, but, uh, like, let's talk reasonably. Would Emeril know French? She might. All right. At so you get, you get the sense that he's shouting some kind of warning. Uh, you know... Making demands. Uh, and then you actually see like a lot of graffiti or like fresh graffiti on the train station, like the entranceway as you get closer. Like um, it kind of looks like a Nazi, like a swash sticker if it was more sun-like. Like it's got more arms to it. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and it's in blue. It's like just like stuff. like swastika, but more. Yeah. It represents all their extra hate. <laughs> <laughs> so much hate. There's so much more. <laughs> I hate. I hate. <laughs> we have too much hate for just four bent arms. <laughs> um. Good. Uh, has, and what does Embryo do to help clear as you let go of Kayuki and he, like, does a roll on the ground and then, like, sleeves that pistol and grabs the laser rifle off his back and just starts firing wildly into the air? Uh, yeah, Amriel is going to do something similar with her uh, fire sword and just, you know, f- shoot off some some bursts of flame, some gouts of flame into the sky and, and uh, shout and uh, maybe, maybe spew off another round of curses in, uh, in Aramaic because no one can understand. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> except for Greg, who realizes it's rude. Wonderful. Uh, and you successfully clear the street. People are running away in all directions. They're terrified. Um, see Kayuki grab a grenade off his belt and, like, pull the pin and sort of roll it down the street and then, like, gas comes out of it. Uh, and he's like, you, who, is, who is, like, rubbing their hands on their microphone? Sorry, that might have been me. I think I was scratching my head. Okay. I just kept hearing. <laughs> oh yeah, microphone. <laughs> I didn't even know why that was being picked up. It was my head. I thought I better. I thought I better say something before we got much further. Um, I was enjoying it, but okay. 
Well, I don't think the listeners will enjoy it because I don't have weird ASMR listeners like you guys. Mm. <laughs> no, at least not ASMR have, listeners. At least none that have come forward. It's definitely not ASMR. <laughs> yeah, burp fetishists. Sorry. I should conflate the two. Um... And then the two cars rip down the fucking staircase, I guess. Yeah. Just give me some folly. <laughs> you straddle, you, you like smash through the card reader station part, the, the turnstile, uh, and then you, you land down on the road, uh, on the tracks, and start ripping towards the center of the city. For comedic um, effect, uh, if this if this was a movie, if the camera would show the two cars bursting through the turnstile, and as they drive down, it would cut back to the little screen, and it would flash in French, uh, toll not accepted. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, red X. Try again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you... Um, you, you're you're trying to follow these train lines, and you're like, I hope we're going in the fucking right direction. Kiyuki's like, yeah, yeah, the, the, the rail line maps I have, not super detailed. Greg? Uh, can I get better rail line maps? Make me a research check. I will do that. I'll give you a plus one, because you already hacked into this network earlier. Yeah, in that case, that puts me at a six. All right, you have shift. Uh, so, uh, well, for for the regular success, I pull up uh, more detailed maps. Um, and I don't know what to do with the shift. Um, hmm. I would let you say, like, there's definitely no trains coming, or you could be like, um, you could say that that broken, that ex that blown up rail line from earlier in the year is near here, so there's actually, like, a launch up on the street level. Um, there's actually what? Oh, you cut out in series. A launch, a, a way to get onto the street super fast. Rather than oh, having to go back up through a station. That's that's even better. Yeah, there's a, a broken train, so we could just ride up and explode out of the streets. Yeah, you take you take a side like a bomb uh, You take a side uh, what is it called? Track. Um, and it's towards that old blown the blown up uh, rail line from earlier in the year, and there's still uh, and you yeah, you launch yourselves up out. Uh, this is another opportunity to do some Raiderade, um, promotion. Um, as you, as you get, uh, ready to go up, you see Takumi, like, uh, press a button on the console in front of him, and you see a, mm. uh, a few more grenade tube-looking things pop up near the windshield. <laughs> um, and as you erupt through the launch, Raiderade... Cans of Raiderade get launched out into the surrounding area. Nice. Oh, that's totally uh, what I was thinking. I was thinking just grabbing a handful and then just like tossing them out the window so they like rain, you could, rain down you behind You could try us. and grab one of those out of the air as you slam through. Oh, yes. 
That would be awesome. And grab one. So I get <laughs> make me an athletics check. <laughs> catch. Um, two plus four. Nice. So you snatch one, uh, <laughs> and you squeeze it enough that the top like pops open, oh. and Raider Aid explodes <laughs> out. It's very homoerotic. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what's the name of the guy with me? Is it uh, Kouki or Ayuno? Yeah, Ka- Kouki. You probably put him back in the oh. car as like you guys ripped down through. All right, so uh, can we can we say we will retcon say for comedic effect that uh, Yuri stopped and uh, and picked us up, so we're all in the car together. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, sweet. Uh, and yeah, I, I like pulled up at the station. And I was like, all aboard. <laughs> and it's and it's at this point that you see up ahead rising up uh, out. Uh, out of the Parisian streets, buildings collapsing, clouds of smoke going everywhere. everywhere <laughs> you see a, a a building, a UFO, uh, a bunker of some description, rising into the sky, and a uh, armored personnel carrier dangling off the side by grappling lines. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, what's rising into the sky? The base. It's just ripped through the floor of the city. It's an anti-gravity base, like a floating <sighs> base. And uh, it rises and up into the sky, and you see the Valkyrs team uh, dangling from their APC, climbing up these <laughs> ropes to get into it. Kind of look out the window. How high are they? They're like a hundred meters off the ground now. Does and is it still anything go? No, so we can't just cut their lines and make them fall. No, that would kill them. I mean, you've just committed horrible. Like this is this is the this is worse than like a Die Hard film or a Bond film in terms of scale of destruction to a yeah to a collateral city. damages. Like collateral damage is high. Like greater uh, well. Renorade might have to start their own nation uh, and petition to join the UN in order to in order to make up for this. They're going to have to like change some international law in their favor. Um, is there anyone still in their car? Uh, you can't see the true survivors anywhere. Well, I was going to say, we can't attack them, but that doesn't mean Amriel can't cut their line so that their car falls 100 meters and crashes to the ground. Yeah, as long as the Valkyries are all out of the car, that would be semi yeah, That would probably be a setback, but maybe not the, worth it. The, the dangerous part about that is it'll jostle the line that they're dangling from and might cause them to lose grip, and then you could be banned. Yeah, true. You um, have to save them. Yeah, not worth it. Uh, so I think our more pressing problem is getting up there. Yeah, <laughs> um, we... these new tires can drive on walls. Yeah, but it's above yeah, any building height, really. But could we get to the top of a building and then jump? Maybe it occurs to me there's probably like skyscrapers. There's a sh- presumably skyscrapers in Paris. 
Oh, no. Wait, guys, guys. Yes. The most amazing thing that we have to do that Raiderade will love will drive up the Eiffel Tower and then leap the car <laughs> off the top onto the base. Mm, you better hope that the that the base drifts towards the Eiffel Tower because it's several blocks away. Oh, all right, never mind. I mean, it's Is not there... impossible. It's not impossible. I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> that could totally be your entry. I'm not gonna like stop you. I will try to make it happen. But can I get the base? To, you might need to do something get to get them to go that way. Yeah, I was gonna say, can I give them a push? Uh, I can. I can shift like several tons. Mm, it is several tons. Is it several tons or is it hundreds of tons? It's probably hundreds of tons. Hundreds of tons, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, no, that, that's more than several miles away. That is across the river. Yeah, it is. Let me, let me see. All right, we're going to climb a skyscraper. Right. It looks like around the UNESCO buildings, there's small skyscrapery looking things. Okay, so with a plus three, with a plus three skill at ascendant tier that has a, a physical force. It's two miles away. So. I can, I can push two hundred and fifty tons. I mean, I feel like a UFO. Super base weighs more than that. Okay, fair. That's a fair point. Like, how much does a how much does a um, container ship weigh? I don't know. Yeah, let's Probably go off a that. lot. Let's use that as our scale. It's a flying round container ship. Uh, according to a 2011 estimate, an ultra large container ship, um, it would have an estimated dead weight of about. 220,000 tons. There you go. Yep. So, so just yeah, slightly my... outside of your range, Amir. Right, just, just a bit. That thing's not going anywhere. I mean, you could try using a boost patch to get your strength higher. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, instead, it's by the Louvre, right? Yeah. Can we use... We're going to jump off the pyramid? ...as a ramp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pyramid's not that big, is it? The pyramid is not that big, and also remember what Takuma told you about glass. We, but it's not—it's not a horizontal surface, so we wouldn't have to like stick to it to drive like vertically up. We would just that's have to. That's true, stick to but it I think that's—that's that's a fair—that's a fair point. But I think Ryan's point stands. The pyramid is not that large. Mm. It's not even the size of like. It's—it's it's like I was just trying to come up with something. Like the size of a house. Try and go so off. Try and go off the Notre Dame. Notre Dame's closer. In in the current, like where where the base currently is and where we currently are, what seems like the available routes up there? Um, the tallest building that is near it is the Louvre. Um, actually. I'm we're pretty not, sure. We're not crushing the Louvre. Let's turn this to Earth. I mean, why not? Give me a better sense of the buildings. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like the, 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 the collateral cost will become exponential at that point. Right. It's pretty much yeah. risen up from P 
Palace Vendomie. Like, from underneath that area. Like, it's real close to... Wait, uh, uh, what direction is that from the Louvre? Where? Northwest. Oh, place, sorry. Place Vendomie, not Palace. Um... Also, just as a technical thing, are we going to just finish once we reach the base? Uh, I was going to finish now, uh, to be honest, and then you're, entry, okay. you're oh. climbing up to the base because that gives me enough time to get to Finn's house. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, um, yeah, we'll begin next run with oh, you guys. Okay. You guys are... You, you, oh, like, clear there. Okay. Ayumi stops the car yeah. as you get close and, like, opens the door, steps out and stares yeah. up at the thing. Uh, and I assume that everyone else does much the same. Yeah. As you're standing on the ground, staring up at this flying base, and it's just like, what the fuck have we done? And there's that kind of like, <laughs> that like typical action, action movie trailer music, where it's just like, bomb. Shit just got real. And it's just like r- rubble falling off this like thing as it like flies out of the out of the like city It probably looks like a smaller version of the spaceship from um Independence District Day. 9. District Nine. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so we'll end it there. I think that'll that's pretty fitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. There's a uh, there's a huge Harrison's dramatic uniform is height. Yeah. yeah, it's a very flat city. For a modern city, like for a, the Eiffel Tower is the tallest thing, but it's nowhere near. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. near, but not near enough to drive off of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if only if only this was um, if only this was Tomorrowland, in which case the Eiffel Tower is a spaceship. So you could just use that to get up. Well, not ruling it out. <laughs> yeah, it's base raiders. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> um, Monsieur yeah. okay. Eiffel might have. Uh, Amriel, just pick up the car and fly us up there. I mean, technically, I'm not even in your car. Damn it, I'm not even in your car. Indeed. I'm in TKS's car. Indeed. There's, there's just this, there's just this really like long, drawn out shot of us staring at this with the dramatic music, and then Greg comes out with. We are going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> Did I make an appropriate cultural reference? <laughs> no, Close Greg. enough, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good. How'd you guys find that one? I, I really liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm glad. Uh, I wasn't sure about it at the beginning. Um, this this so far this has been my favorite race. So yeah, this far. one's this one's and shaping up to be. I'm keen for this the actual base. It sounds yeah. the most exciting as well. The yeah. actual also having more involvement of the other teams. Yeah, you're gonna have good. three teams in the base. Having yeah. it be a bit tighter yeah. feels good. Yeah, the first yeah, like uh, like really on the line here. Yeah, and and because the the terrain is not flat and easy to circumvent things, it means that you can do more interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, so you can do similar stuff to this in like, um, like, so for example, on an island, like a tropical island, like a volcanic island. You could do um, Hawaii. Yeah, you could do Hawaii. Um, you could try to not violate international laws. Like, Hey, we didn't choose two. the base. That's I mean, true. That's true. Fiction. The planet... 
the players chose the base. The characters <laughs> had no idea. Um, isn't the next race my wild card race? I think, I think so. so, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll start looking, looking at boats. Just a suggestion. Uh, I could convert the... Uh... I could convert our car into a boat. Make right, the wheels so, like inflatable. Yeah, I don't. I, it occurs to me. Unfortunately, this will not come out before my Patreon launches. But if you're watching the live stream, we're going to be launching the Patreon on the seventeenth of uh, November, Australian time, uh, and we're going to be doing a twelve-hour live stream. Um, Damn. On that day, uh, it won't. It won't just be role-playing games. I'll probably start off by like doing like a bit of a chit chat and then I'll do like a video game thing and then I'll like do a one shot of something. Um, we might play cards. We'll see how we go. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing 12 hour live stream to uh, entice you to uh, drive, help drive support for that. Uh, so keep an ear out for that and we'll be telling you more as we go. Um, does anybody else have any upcoming things? Um, no, nothing, nothing special. Unfortunately, <laughs> nothing if, like a Patreon. No. Yeah. If only. If you're at, uh, if you're going to be at Octacon Three this weekend, Alex, Derek, and and I, and maybe some other Ragged Rock folks. Yeah, but this is there. coming out in like a few months. Yeah, but uh, if they're well, watching I mean, the live, live stream. stream. Oh right, yeah. All right, so if you're watching the live stream, go to the Beth Page Public Library this week. <laughs> And we'll be there. Game. For like the the two people that might cross over into that very specific demographic. <laughs> yeah, Are you watching local. the live stream right now? Could you be there then? <laughs> okay, good. It's like two people in the world, let alone two people watching the live stream. Yeah. Uh, all right, wonderful. All right, uh, so, well, from the past, uh, I'm Raymond. <laughs>